0: welcome to another show man back back with another one back with another one man man? (laughs)
1: well man you know i'm i'm excited man i got a lot going on uh the project is going along beautifully you know um working on getting closed out on my other couple of projects big projects that i got going on um Man, you know, another thing too, man, I wanted to kind of highlight before we even get started is that the, I don't know if you've been experiencing this, but the government bro is really, really cracking down on business addresses. Um, yeah. So, uh, banks are cracking down on virtual addresses really, really heavy right now. So if anybody is looking to get a virtual address, you definitely need to make sure that that address is something that can be um searched. Yeah, yeah, it can be searched. You know what I mean? Shot. We got oh, we got chat in the building, man. We definitely got to get you in on this conversation today. You Boy know right. what I said? Let's definitely to give her the stream your link so we can get her take on this, you know? Um, but yeah, so if you have a business, you 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 need to be wary of some of these virtual offices because some of them will not work. Uh, I've had a couple accounts shut down. As a result of, you know, having a virtual address. So you definitely want to make sure that you are staying on top of that. I'm literally going to the bank today to open up, reopen some accounts that were closed down as a result of them being virtual. This is all a part of that whole BOI thing. Um, So as a result of the BOI, the government is cracking down on banks, on businesses, uh, making sure that these, uh, offices are places where a registered agent can be served paperwork at any given time, right? So that's the whole purpose. They want to make sure that a real registered agent can go and visit you at your particular facility and serve you paperwork. And virtual offices, co working spaces are not included in that makeup anymore. So you definitely want to make sure that you are figuring out a way. To get those addresses on point. But listen, my name is Byron Real Estate Investor out of Houston, Texas, primarily to focus on the wholesale space, doing a little bit of creative finance, fix and flip, new construction, new to the build-to-rent space. Extremely excited about that. Um, and have uh, you know, the goal this year was to do t- 10 million in development. And uh, we are on track for that and potentially going to exceed that this year, and uh yeah, that was some of my 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 wildest dreams are coming to place right now. And it's easy. It's coming together easy, just like how it's supposed to. So listen, I just want to just shout out to anybody who is looking to go into business, take a bet on themselves. Do that today, not tomorrow, not next week. Do it today. And don't be afraid to start small. Um, because at the end of the day, the people that you are looking to impress by starting big are not going to be there to help you when your business falls down. And that's going to be the highlight of a lot of the things that we kind of discussed today, but Oh, it's on you.
0: going on? what's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Neil Parker, real estate investor. <coughs> My bag I little cough. Entrepreneur out of LA, Louisiana, be the best real estate since 2016, full-time 2020. Do all things real estate, but love rentals, love passive income. And um the owner of Leverage 2 well teaching them how to leverage where they are currently in their life in their business, and their business. You're their real estate. And that's me, man. And uh, I'm excited what's what's going on right now. Uh, Interest rates starting to come down a little bit. Yes. See a lot of, a little, a little bit, not, not, not really, but a little, bit. <laughs> a little lower than it was a few months ago. But gotcha. A lot of things going on. I see a lot of builders building. Uh... I'm on the board in, in Lafayette for the infield development, so they, they, they're trying to prove more duplexes in the area for a lack of affordable housing, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of good things going on. I should be starting my new construction opportunities in June or July. I'm excited about that too. So got a lot of things going on, man, that we're excited about. Nice, nice.
1: Yeah, I ain't going to lie. Oh, I think the mortgage rates actually went up. It went up? I think so, bro. In February. Let's see. I'm about to share it with us, man. I'm about to share? Yeah, it. let me share my screen, man. Because somebody was the reason why I brought that up is because somebody was complaining to me. And I say, My God, let's see. So yeah, I think it went up just a little bit, not too much. But the you know, I know that the goal is for them to get the interest rates all the way down, but let me see. Hold They're on. not doing
0: a good job of them. <laughs> let me see. Yeah,
1: so right now, um, so right now they went up just a tad, just, 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 just a, a small amount more. These are mortgage rates, by the way, these are mortgage rates. So I don't know if they, they are reflective directly from the interest rates. Could be the interest rates could be going down. I don't know, but I know this right here is mortgage rates and they have went up from 6.9 to 7.29. Uh, so a few basis points there. Um, bit. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, don't matter anyway, if you got a good deal. Yeah. It don't matter if you got a good deal, don't matter if you got a good deal. And it also doesn't matter if you are willing to, if you're willing to just stay in the game long enough, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it always works out for the, for the one that that stays in the game, stay consistent, you know, keep putting in the work, keep building superior products, uh, keep providing superior products to the marketplace. So, you know yes, it
0: it, please yes it so you know what we're gonna talk about today is is y'all talking from, we're talking from things that we see publicly we don't know these TVs you know what I'm saying I don't know all so everything fire. is allegedly <laughs> so everything's allegedly allegedly it's entertainment purpose you know what I'm saying that's it that's it we just going off of public we're gonna talk about how we do but today we're talking about man the rise and turkey legs hut, all the fall of turkey legs uh, the lack of you know submission byron said well, why do you say that
1: the lack of submission? well you know when I think about it it's more so centered around <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get into it I'm gonna really break it down but I really believe that we have coined these submissive terms um and we've, we've relegated it to gender roles. And I, I'm kind of moving away from this understanding that just because a man is a man or a woman is a woman that, you know, yeah. Sign a third role. yeah like I, I think it's starting to get goofy, bro. When you got women, you know, in many cases, I was telling Ruby this earlier, outpacing men intellectually outpacing men financially at some point, we got to have a conversation, a real conversation. Like, because at the end of the day, who typically runs the show? Is it, it does, does the intellectual inferior and the financial inferior typically lead? In most scenarios, it don't matter. I'm just saying, man. So I think at some point, we're gonna have to have a real conversation. Because if you think about it, she fired buddy, bruh. <laughs> Gave him walking papers papers, bruh.
0: I mean, it. this is real this is real talk. So a guy named Lynn, Lynn Price, co owner of Turkey Leg Hut, got fired from his own establishment. Mm. Hey bruh. I ain't never heard nothing like that, ever. Have you heard something like that before? No, not
1: in this, in this, in this, in, in this way.
0: No. So we can get we're gonna get down deep into it as well, but man, that, that is wild though. Wow. You own a business today, and you know, you to work, you know, wanna do your daily tasks, you know, maybe go check on a few folks, check on the inventory of the turkey wing, turkey, you know, turkey legs. Get them pink papers. You got to go, dog. You got to go. My God. My God. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's, crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, well, Let's they, talk they, about it, man. Jobs was
1: fired from Apple back in the day. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: that's true. That's when you got like a board, right? Yeah. And your board overrule you? Yeah. Yeah, they ain't had no board in this leg, situation. Like they have a board, but I highly doubt it. I no, doubt they ain't got no board,
1: bro. You don't think so? No. Nah. I mean, the company they don't. You know, that's a corporation. So Apple is a corporation. So you don't have to have all those kind of things like that in a, a
0: regular LLC. Gotcha. They they had a few things, you know. Weirdness situation. So is is Lin in Nikita? Sometimes you see Nikita homes, Sometimes you see Nikita Price. That is a weird situation to me. What's your thoughts about that? Um. Well, what is so speak- Instagram is Nikita Hall. a lot of articles you see Nikita Hall. Yeah, the once in a while, you see Nikita Prince. So, what, what's your thoughts?
1: <laughs> well, it, it screams to me We're that dynamic. it looks like it's somebody, right? That's that. This is what it tells me is that it's somebody who wants and wants and and needs a level of their own um, autonomy. You know what I'm saying? And their own sense of control of their situation, just off top. That's what that says to me. It says to me that uh, somebody wants their own independence and control. Um, that would say to me, I could be wrong, but that's what it speaks to me. You
0: know? So you're saying it's it, it, somebody that wants their own independence and their own control. That's what it screams to me. Say it's a good thing or bad thing?
1: Um, here's the thing. It it, it goes back to my beliefs. I believe, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, I just think it's something that needs to be. This is what I think. I think it's definitely something that you should, if, if, if put like this, if I'm going into business, right. And somebody is not willing to take my name, right. Then I need to treat this as any other business. I need to make sure that I'm properly documented I'm proper my paperwork is on point. I need to make sure all of these things are done in applies to traditional business because we're not doing, we you know, we, we're not traditionally doing this marriage thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not taking my name, like, like Tom out. Like, so we need to make sure that our paperwork is on point from a business
0: perspective. Yeah. That paperwork matters, man. Yeah. Paperwork is really everything. Absolutely. And you got to do the paperwork in the beginning where well, everybody good everybody honky dory everybody's smiling because the paperwork really matters when people get out. people get pissed off man, you remember you agreed to this five six years ago that's what we <laughs> going on. <laughs> yes indeed well let, let me share something real quick um let's see if i can pull it up all right boom we're gonna get into it man turkey Lake hug we got Lynn and nakia Turkey leg owners Lynn and Nikita Price first introduced Texas to their mouthwatering turkey legs in the parking lot of Houston Rodeo in 2015. In three short years, the power couple turned to a hobby, the level of cooking into one of the most sought-after restaurants in Houston, making headlines across the country. Nikita is a Chicago native, attended the University of Houston on a basketball scholarship, as for her Bachelor's of Science degree, degree in business with a minor of marketing. Lynn, a Houston native, born and raised in historic third ward, went to Jackie Yates High School, then went to play baseball at the Rice University. letting the kid, have four children, and reside in Houston, Texas since launching Turkey Lake. So I know it you went know to just, Rice though. Yeah, man, with the right. So, so just from the beginning, man. Let's just talk about that. Um, so first, she's not even from Houston. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? They got four kids. I didn't know he went to college. Either. They went to college. Yeah.
1: Oh. So, And Rice University at that. That's like, bro, that's like,
0: that's that's
1: like the, 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 what you call it? The uh, that is like
0: the Harvard of Houston, bro, Texas. Like, real talk. Yeah, it's a quality school, man. Quality school. So, as we can see, it's not two ignorant people we have here. Mm -mm. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? It's not two ignorant people we, we have here. And they started this business. At the bottom, they started at a, at the at the rodeo, and mm-hmm. the Houston rodeo is pretty big, right? absolutely, that's a big. Like, it's big like a deal, week. Bro. It's a week thing or something. Is it, is it nah, it's yearly. It's yearly.
1: You know what I mean? They so like, how, how long is it? Is uh, it bro, like it goes long? for a while. It go for a month or so. Yeah, I'm not it's sure. It it it's, it go for a while, bro. We have multiple rodeos, bro. We have like, yeah, our, our rodeo go for a while. Uh, it's not. Just, I think they're talking about that the black rodeo, that that big one. But all of them—that's see, they got, Houston, they got multiple. Yeah, black bro. Rodeos. No, so so here's the thing. So Houston, bro, it ain't no black rodeo here. But like it's here three weeks. It ain't no black rodeo here. It's just rodeo, like black folks go to the country one. Yeah, like we we do rodeo here. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it our rodeo don't really have that much of a color because you got like everybody just kind of go got black cowboys you got yeah, black cowboys, cowboys you got white, white cowboys. cowboys hispanic cowboys like yeah it's a it cowboys, just rodeo. And cowboys, yeah yeah rodeo season is, is just rodeo season
0: like it so you got so i want everybody to realize that they started this business from a truck food truck it don't really state how they started but anyway they started this from the ground so you can't look at their business now since somebody gave it to them they started selling these turkey legs out a truck at the rodeo, two thousand fifteen right, from the bottom what I, what I like about this, right?
1: I gotta put this out here, and this is for anybody who is looking to become new business owners um a lot of times, right, people will want investments in their theory theoretical version of a business, right, or they'll want somebody to take a bet on them before they've taken a bet on themselves. And I I've always kind of shied away from new businesses, new, new, like like when I'm looking, t- huh? the opportunity. Yeah, new yeah, opportunity they no the don't have a proven concept. Like I believe that you should be able to make money from your business before anybody invests in your business. I'm a, I'm a firm believer. Or, or I believe you should be able to make money in your
0: business before you even look to grow that business. Right. Period. How can you grow a business with no, uh, you know, no, no track record. That's just my opinion as well. How can you come to me extra money? and You have nothing to show me yeah. at all. You have no track record saying? of success. Even small. At least show something. At yeah. least show something. Cause you can start a business with no money. You just got to figure out how can you do it? You know what I'm saying? If you if you want to skip that part of the hard work and go straight to raise some money, you most times that's why businesses fail because now they have too much money, they don't know what to do with the money. Don't know because what to do with the money. When you broke trying to figure it out, that's when you're the most creative. When you actually get money, that's when you start throwing money at all kind of problems that you don't need to throw money at. You just throwing it because you have the money in your hand.
1: And let's keep it real. Oh, a lot of times, this is the reason why I'm big on, on not talking business from a theoretical perspective, because a lot of times what makes money in businesses is not what you think makes money, what what you think you need to invest in to make the business grow. So, 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 so let me, let me, let me break that down and give you an example from a real estate perspective, right? What makes money? If you are looking to make money in real estate space, the best place for you to spend your time is just on the phone. You ain't got to get nothing special. You jump on the phone and you start making some calls Eventually you are going to make some money without a system, without a, without a, uh, without a CRM, without a, uh, uh, accountant in place. You don't have to have a, a bank account in place. You don't have to have no LLC. Oh,
0: none huh? of that, none of that. And you will get great on the phone. You'll get great at closing deals. You'll great at making money, great at making money and you ain't got nothing fancy in place
1: that a lot of people want to start their businesses with that don't necessarily... And I believe a lot of times you put in the cart before the horse. Make you some bread first,
0: right? And then you
1: you start
0: growing. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah, that's an any business, man. Focus on the money. People, you want to look all pretty. When I first started my business, bro, I started with a notebook. I still got it today. And I got on the phone, man. Got on the phone. phone. I got in these streets, putting bandits on. Yeah. I was nervous as a mug. Didn't even know how to talk on the phone, but guess what? I got better every time I answered the phone. I was sweating. Hands sweating, forehead sweating. You know how I get when I speak publicly. Absolutely. I was like, I was down there speaking publicly in my room by myself on the phone, sweating. Mm. I got better over time. Now I don't sweat on the phone, man, it's easy. Mm. You got to focus on the things that really matter at the end of the day. What produces money in your business? That's it. Facts. So so yeah, we got to look at their business like, these people really built a business from nothing. Like real talk. Like from nothing. And you, and we got to, you know, we're talking about this people, but at the end of the day, we got to commend these people of how they actually build their business. They pulled up to the rodeo. Who knows if they had a vendor booth, they could have just pulled up in the parking lot, opened the tailgate, start selling. Got it in. You see that all day, every day. Facts. And what they did was, before they went get a building, because a lot of people start restaurants without a proof of concept. Mm. They go ahead and get a building, brick and mortar, rent three thousand a month, and nobody even ever takes their food. Wow. How you do you how even do know you know people people like even your want food. your food? Yeah. yeah. You thought about that, bro? Bruh,
1: that's what I be I be I be telling folk, bruh. Like when you when you are an entrepreneur, right? You have to build a foundation. And I think a lot of us are afraid that, of that foundation point because that is where business is done. Business is done putting it out there, doing the uncomfortable, selling stuff. You see what I'm saying? When you don't feel like it, when you don't feel qualified. Matter of fact, you never qualified. You never reach a qualified position, right? It's always you putting yourself out there. It's always you, 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 you taking a bet on yourself. Always. This is an always thing. And I think a lot of times people think that, oh, Apple is Apple because they have this big facility or Apple is Apple because they have all of this this money and all of these
2: resources.
1: resources. No, no. It's deeper than that. Apple been Apple since it was in the garage family. Right. Since it was in the garage, it been Apple and the same ingenuity, the same uh, 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 hustle. Right. It's the same hustle that's 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 exhibited. With the company today is just you see all of this stuff, and we we are oh, we get caught up oh on the stuff of a business more than the actual substance of a business. Mm-hmm. And that substance piece is hard to see, you know. Um, so I, I, I just want to highlight that for anybody who is looking to do this thing, you know, you don't have to have all of the pretty stuff to be able to make money. Matter of fact, the pretty stuff don't even necessarily make money. Oh,
0: just make you look better. Make you look better and help you scale faster. Yep. You need to focus on the pretty things after you actually make money to make other people more attractive to the business. Facts. And that's it. But we be focused on trying to make people attractive to the business that our product is pissed for. Trying to make Facts. a pretty website, trying to make a pretty business card, trying to make a, a pretty business sign, So we bring customers in, but once they come in, we don't know how to give them quality product. Go out and give them quality customer service. And then your business fell Business break. But if you focus on the opposite, focus on the quality of your product, focus on the customer service, focus on the follow-up first, when your business blow up, you can be ready for it. That's what pretty much happened in this business. They used to have, I'm talking about lines all the way down the street in the neighborhood. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, they served 25000 25000 thousand turkey legs in a week. I ain't talking about month. I'm not talking about 30 I'm talking about a week. Crazy. Like I was in that line before. I <laughs> you know I skipped it. I tried to go to the bar. I ain't yeah. never actually sat in that line. You know, I tried to figure out how could I go to the front. You know, I, mean? I know one time Chris was there. Hey man, come on. Chris uh mm-hmm. synagogue. Another time you go straight to the bar, you ain't gotta wait in the line. But anyway, so we got to talk about the customer service that these people got. Let's talk about it, Byron. So I think they got in their building in 2017. They got in their building in 2017. Their line was wrapped around the building. What did these people do? They put out tents because it's hot in Houston. They put out the misting machines to cool people down. Yep. It was handing out water themselves. I'm talking about the owners was handing out the water. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, like that's that's quality customer service because most businesses ain't doing that. I know a few times people start raining, people still out there, they start handing out umbrellas. Like, come on, bro, bro,
1: man. We got we got Erica Classic Climb in the building, man. Pull up, we need we need you to pull up come on there. this conversation. Yeah, so here's the thing, man. I you Know, I've been to Turkey League, you know, several times. You know, I'm right here in Houston. Um, and every time I can 100% say, I can 100% say, and this is no gas at all. Customer service, in my opinion, was on point. Um, the food was consistent, right? Whether you liked it or disliked it, it was consistent. Um, the you could tell that the owners took a lot of pride in maintaining quality customer service by way of them always being there they they, they do damn they live there um you were still
0: working too not just sitting down yeah yeah,
1: yeah making sure that everything was right um and at the end of the day, it's like when you when you put that level of 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 work and intention in on something, man, it's it's bound to be successful. Like he was, the, like he was the turkey leg guy. Like that's what that's what they did. So um, you know, that's one of the things that I felt like they did right. But let's let's keep the party going because we we going Yeah, gonna unpack you this whole the food?
0: Time. Hmm? I went there about five six times. The quality of the food was on point. You know, how you go to restaurants, they say they got smoked this, smoked shrimp, smoked barbecue, whatever, Right. They ain't got no smoker nowhere man. nowhere around the building. They use using smoke seasoning. They use smoke smoke seasoning. Smoke seasoning. Bruh. You get this turkey wing, passing across your face, you smell the, the real smoke. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. You stand in line, you smell the smokers in the back.
2: There's Absolutely. plenty of
0: times I didn't been to a restaurant by it. I don't I don't see no barbecue pit around the motherfucker. I don't see no, I don't smell the smoke flavor. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're getting actually what you're paying for. I know the price may be twenty twenty five dollars 25 but I'm not going to lie, Brian. It was worth it for me. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, like we said earlier, the customer service on point, Drink is drinks on, on point. point, the the food on point. You know, you're getting quality rice, quality shrimp, quality seafood, you're getting quality turkey legs, fall off the bone. you full. You know, you can eat half and you're full. You got half for later. So, you're getting what you're paying for. So, I believe that's why their business blew up so fast. You know,
1: um, I, I, I I 100% agree. Uh, number one, they had a proof of concept, right? So what did they get first? They found out exactly what people were willing to pay for, and they did it over and over and over and over and over again, right? So that's number one. Um, and they got customer feedback by way of what the customers were willing to pay for, and they just did that. A lot of times we complicate business. It ain't that damn complicated. Find out what people want to give you money for and consistently keep give them what they're willing to give you money for. And if you can do that consistently enough, you will make money. And a lot of times we complicate business. We don't want to be consistent. Right. And then we expect our business to give us money in return. No, it don't work that way. We give the customers what they want and the customers will consistently make sure that they continue to pay us as a result of that. So I just want to highlight that.
0: Yes indeed. Let's talk about a few other ways why they how they build their business, build their brand. Let's share this real quick. This, this is things we can learn from people. You know, that's all we talk talking Absolutely. about. Boom. So let's get down to it. It all started with a barbecue. With started it all started like it all started with a parking lot barbecue. Seeing patients walk up Walk out of the rodeo hungry, slightly intoxicated, the Price family began to cook their family parking lot daily. What they thought would be fun barbecue for the city turned into something much bigger than they ever thought it could, than they ever could have imagined. The Houston couple has taken their wildly popular turkey legs to new heights, expanding their menu, including over seven varieties of fall off the bone turkey legs, full complement of homemade deli- delicacies at their first turkey leg hut restaurant on Almeida Road in Third Lake. So they even give back. A lot of businesses don't give back either, but they give back. From the moment they opened the Turkey Lake Hut, Lynn and Nikita Price have been giving back, trying to make Houston community a better place to live and thrive. In 2019, the young couple hosted the first ever Turkey Lake Hut annual fall festival block party. They brought thousands of community members together enjoyed a free event featuring 1,000 local vendors, free music, free food. They gave away 3,000 free Turkey legs from Houston. The Houston families at Thanksgiving donated thousands of dollars raised funds for local A&M students who needed life-saving b- brain surgery, went viral with the video, then hit the streets, hand out free meals to feed the homeless people in the community. Lynn and Nakia were also honored last year with the GHBC Pinnacle Award that recognizes leading, leading African-American entrepreneurs for their success in business and their positive impact on the communities and industries they serve. Wow. So this, you know, this is nice. They, they shut down the street, thousand vendors. They gave away three thousand turkey legs for free. So what does that say to you, buyer? You, it, you. it showed. <laughs> well, it, it, it's the
1: opposite of what we heard about the the business owner that that Keith Lee was dealing with last week. Remember that business owner did not want to give away the free food that was paid for by Keith Lee. <laughs> Listen, um. It, j- it tells me that these people had a uh, a real pulse on how to drive and move this business period that's what it tells me what does it tell you
0: it shows that they 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 they're actually good people they care about the community they want to see the third ward area in Houston go up to the next level uh they feed the community they bring the community together they they care about the small business owners you know, they grew fast, so now they want other people to grow as well. That's why they had the vendors. A thousand vendors. That's a lot of vendors. I don't know if y'all are familiar with vendors, but that's a lot of vendors. A thousand? Yeah, bro. So they're helping smaller businesses get exposed to more people because they know they can bring people out. I'm sure they did that. Of course, they did it for themselves to look good in the public, look good in the community. But they also helped those smaller businesses get more exposure. Absolutely. So if they never went to that, a lot of people wouldn't even know about it. So, I'm sure a lot of those businesses, maybe not all of them, but I'm sure maybe about five to ten made the most money they ever made in their business over there. You know what I'm saying? So, they're helping out the community. They're helping out the the small business owner. They helped out a guy that needed a guy, girl that had brain surgery. So, I think they did it. You know, they had a lot of good intentions. You know what I'm saying? I don't see nothing really bad about it. They're doing good for the community. So, a lot of good things going on, but other things happened too. Other things you know, Everything was good. Now, let me go back to the real estate. So, they got this building. I thought they bought the building. Me too. But They're renting it from a, an Asian guy. I don't know if they're doing a lease option or rent to own. I don't know what they're doing, but when I looked at all the stuff, they're actually leasing or renting it from an Asian guy. What's your thoughts about that? I don't like that part. I, 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 wish I don't I like hope it. they had a it, <laughs> bro.
1: So here's the thing, man. I'm a real big firm, 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 firm believer in. Um, I think renting, um, your location, right, is dope when you want maximum, uh, uh when you want to be able to move around, right? You want you want comp- extreme ability to move around. But I think when you have a business establishment like Uh, turkey leg, like a restaurant, something like that, own that building. Let me tell you why. Uh, A lot of times, like, you know, like they people look at McDonald's as a massive restaurant. But what people don't understand is McDonald's is more of a real estate company than it is just a restaurant. McDonald's owns those properties. A lot of them. If not mostly all of them. Right, and a lot of times, right, what we don't realize is that the a lot of the valuation. When you hear about McDonald's being worth billions and billions of dollars, think about where most McDonald's are located. They're located in prime real estate meccas, and that value in that land continues to rise. The matter of fact, the area where Turkey Leg Hut is, bro, that is probably one of the fastest probably. growing areas from a real estate perspective
0: alone than anything else. In Houston. In Houston. And guess what, Byron? What's that? They're part of that. Yes. They're part of that because they're bringing all these people to that area, making the area more desirable, making other businesses so want to go to the area. And guess what? They don't even own a piece. Don't even own That's a damn shame. What's Ooh. your
1: thoughts on that, though?
0: Bruh. That's disturbing to me because I'm big on ownership. Like you have this great business, amazing business. you don't even on the building, man. I mean, you do I have no control this. This guy could end your lease. Mm. If you sign a three-year lease, your business is thriving. The best it's ever been. The lease comes up, the man can say, "I don't want to renew it." Mm. Bro, that's horrible, bro. That's horrible. Take your business. You want to be a hater? Mm. But they do have a lot of haters in the area though. Like a lot, they got a lot of, of haters in the uh in the in the in the communities in. A lot of people don't like what's going on. Well, so just let imagine. Me, let me give people uh, a, let a, let break, me, a breakdown <laughs> to this here too.
1: Turkey like, so let let know, let happens through <laughs>
0: Yeah. Just imagine one of these neighbors that's in the back, in that neighborhood in the back, yeah, buys the building from the people. Mm. Pick them up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a hell of You a have gold. no control, you know what I'm saying? It's a hell of a go. And I'm on top of that, bad, bro, you gotta to
1: recognize, no, you good. You gotta recognize that the turkey leg cut sits on what we call the white side of third ward, right? So you got two you got two, two versions of third ward. That side of third ward has always been more the white side, and then you go across the uh the freeway to, to on 288 side, that's more the black side of third ward. So they've been, I know that turkey leg cut has been, kind of been a sword to these folk for a long time. Oh, yeah, They've been wanting them out home. of there. Um, <laughs> and that's why, um, you know, it was a lot of this. They, they didn't want to see, you know, us pulling up like too that. Too much culture. Yeah, it's too much, much culture in the environment. Much, they ain't
0: like too it. Too much liquor. <laughs> too many nice cars. You know what I'm saying? There's too much going on, man. There's too much going on, man. Y'all need to take that to the other
1: side of third war. <laughs> but here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal, though. They they stayed despite a lot of neighbor complaints. It was a lot yeah. of na- neighbor complaints. It was a lot of complaints. Uh, also, with the smoke, you know, always talking about that smoke piece. Al, shout my guy Al in the building. What up? What up? What up? What's going on? <laughs> so man. You, about yeah.
3: this? you said what? What are my thoughts about, about them not yeah. in the building? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I think they have way too good of a uh, business acumen not to own the building. I think they don't own the building because the owner has business acumen and don't want to sell in the building. I'm pretty sure they've tried several times to buy that building and has been told, no. Hell, if I own the building and they ask me to buy, hell no, I'm not selling it. Y'all keep doing <laughs> what I'm doing and I want a percentage of that revenue. I, I just think that's business 101. So uh, they probably tried 100 times to buy that building. The owner just not going to sell it right and so think about it from a landlord standpoint if your owner if your tenant does all the improvements makes the value of your business go up i mean all the
1: improvements
3: all the build out they do all of that man uh uh and it's a thriving business so you know they're not going to leave the location why would you sell that asset Mm. right they're not going to move the location it's 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 a prime market location I would never sell that. They just gonna have to open up some other locations and buy them because that, that that dude ain't selling that building, and I and I don't blame him.
0: <laughs> so so Al, let me ask you this: you know, let's just say they signed a three year lease in the beginning. What you think documentation they had could have had in place to possibly buy the building on their third year they like, you think they should have had some options, a uh, first right refusal? What you think?
3: Car- no, commercial insurance is not like residential, man. Ain't no lease options and all that stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if you got a, uh, a popular spot with a lot of traffic and, you know, I don't know any owner that's going to say, hey, I want to put some verbiage, uh, you know, in the lease that gives me the option to buy it. Now you could put that if they decide to sell, but just saying, hey, after my end of my lease, I want to buy your building. No, nah. I've had to move several of my uh, insurance locations because I couldn't buy the building, so I went somewhere where I could buy the building, man. Owners, smart uh, landlords don't sell great real estate. They mm. don't. Mm. <laughs> they just don't, man. So I don't That's see good that. Good. I don't see yeah. that being. I don't see that being. Um, them buying that is the option. They just gonna have to open up other locations, or whoever owns it gonna have to open up other locations and uh, you know, buy those buildings.
0: Man, that's a tough situation, man.
3: Whew. Yeah,
0: so they, they basically do have to keep rid it. Basically, it's like a, that's a prime location, everybody know them from that location.
3: Well, I mean, think about it, man. When they first opened up the uh, that location, they didn't know it was gonna be popping like that. If they did, they probably would have tried to buy it. Because I remember when they were on the uh, it was on Washington. The restaurant was cool, but it wasn't popping like it is now, right? And uh, um, you know, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know until you know it, and sometimes it's too late.
0: Wow, man! Wow, what you what's your thoughts about Turkey Leg? So you've been there a few times.
3: And reference to the food, uh, be more specific, O'Neal. I hopped on 15 about 15 minutes ago.
0: What's your thoughts about it? Like when you walk in, you taste the food, the environment, the ambiance. What's, what's your just overall thoughts about it?
3: Oh, man, I think, uh, you know, they That's definitely mysterious. cooking with some high, uh I think they definitely cooking with some high grease. The wait can be a little long, but they do a great job of, you know, unless it's in August and it's, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, but they do a really good job. Of having uh, people enjoy the atmosphere, man. I, I think they do a hell of a job. It was a hangout spot, or I say, I'm saying like it's past tense. It is. I think the food is really, really good. Um, man, they. I think it's magical, man. They did a great job of branding the location. Phenomenal food. I've always had a great experience when I've went. Uh, it's probably something that I would probably eat maybe twice a year, three times at a max. You know, or just. Uh, it's not the healthiest option, but most great food is it. Right, but they uh um, I don't know, a phenomenal business model, man. I, I just uh I be I, I'm praying for both of them and that they uh they can figure it out, right? And and to be um, I scratch my head when when I see them on so many um, gossip wow. blogs. Yeah, man. I'm just like you know you're doing something right when you own a restaurant and you own gossip blogs, but you know um. Let's just focus on the food, man. I don't really what they got going on in their personal life, their personal life, I just hate it so public. Right. Yeah, it shouldn't be public. Yeah, it shouldn't be public at all. I mean, I you know, we cooking we, we 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 making turkey legs here, right? I mean, you know, what's going on in your private life and your marriage should be in your private life and in your marriage. Um, it shouldn't be for everybody in the public to to put comments on, you know. Oh,
0: <clears throat> I agree. I agree. That's why I like to stay low-key myself, man.
3: Yeah. You,
0: your personal business out there. that that make everything work because people look at you differently. even If it's true, if it's not true.
1: But, I mean, they, yeah. they, they were a front-facing business, meaning, you know, at the end of the day. They it were the face of it. Yeah, they were the face of the business. Um, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that, Al? Like, them being the face of the business um, and them being act so active in the business, you know? What's your thoughts on that?
3: I don't have a problem with them being a the brand of the business, but when you're the brand of the business, um, a lot of responsibility comes with that. And depending on the, the clientele that you're serving, um, you know, it can really, a lot of the moves you make will be in the public. And so I've always, I don't know, man, that's not, I've always operated to where I, I just like quiet money. People don't got to know what I own and what I do, uh, you know, but, that worked for them because they're getting celebrities. They're, you know, anyone that comes into town it's a destination spot. So I think they, you know, for their business, it made a lot of sense. I just, um, it's just unfortunate what happened in, in uh, or what's happening or happened in their marriage, right? Because it's going to be on Front Street, and I don't know if there's any. I mean, they could have handled that privately, but, but, you know, uh, they elected otherwise. Mm. So, you know, um, I don't know why they elected to, to, to go public with all their business, but um, yeah, I think you know, the lady did first. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who did what, man. I, you know, again, I don't speak on people relationships, but but they went public, and uh, you know, I, that could have been handled differently, right? But everyone has a reason why they do things, and whoever went public first probably had intentions on going public right? Because otherwise, why would you do it? It had to be some rhyme or reason for it. People just don't do things just to do it.
1: You know, it's funny when you think about them being the face of the business, right? I believe, me personally, I believe them being the face of the... Do you believe the face of the business, them being the face of the business, helped the business in the sense of a black couple, right? Doing good business, providing good food to the community, right? And us as a culture wanting to see a black Couple win in business Do you think any of that helped Them in any way Just thinking yeah. about our culture how we move How we think from a marketing standpoint
3: Listen man I gotta give shout out to, to my Frat brother uh, I look at him as a mentor Marcus Davis At the breakfast club he the face of His brand right Everyone knows he on breakfast club and and he just operated a certain code like he's not gonna be in no mess like that right so is he really? uh, well um i i don't i'll say this okay Mm
2: -hmm.
3: i don't see a lot of negative pub right and i think some things you you can't prevent from coming public and some things you can prevent from coming public so when when people get divorced or, or things of that nature, that ain't really public business, right? Unless you are really trying to make it public. Yeah. So I think they got a lot of support because you know uh, they they were a Black Power couple. People wanted to support their business, but let's keep it a, let's keep it a bean. They had a phenomenal product. They have a phenomenal product, whether it's black owned or not. If your product trash, your product is trash. And their product was phenomenal, is phenomenal. Uh, And it just so happened that they were a powerful black uh, uh, couple. And I think that uh, just magnitude people wanted to support them. But you got to have a great product first or a great service uh, first. And I believe they have both, right? I'm going to put both of them in my prayers, man. I'm going to put their business in my prayers. I really hate to see... um, our community go through things like this, and especially when it's so public and all your business is aired out uh like that. You know?
1: Well, I mean, I look at it like this: who put the business out there? They, you know, that's true. I mean, hey, business, yeah, you put the business out there, it's up for public yeah.
3: consumption at that point. It's
0: gonna take
3: that's true. Too. <laughs> that's true. I said some somebody put it out there intentionally, right? So I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. They say the lady put it out there, man. She was she was getting <laughs> they say, verbally you, abused, man. She wanted people to hear. Yeah, you put
1: your business out there. Somebody deserves the right to have an opinion at that point.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: A lot of. So, opinions.
3: my God.
1: So let, let's think about this. Let's walk this down, all right? So we got a situation where we have a successful business. Consistent. I Consistent. I think the business was worth h- about how much you saying? Oh 10 million. 10, million. ten million. Right. Uh Malachi said that they actually looked to sell the business. And
0: I'm and I'm guessing this was prior I to said, I think he might be talking about the building. She tried to sell it years ago, no one wanted to buy it pre Turkey Leg Hut. Mm.
1: About, so even Turkey Leg Hut didn't even want to buy that building. Yeah, he's saying that the one it was
0: a woman that owned owned that
1: building. Um wow well, you gotta that realize was,
0: probably when they got the building it probably was the trash like probably needed 150 $200, 000 200,000 would have work you know yeah
3: saying? it wasn't it it wasn't in shape at all man That you know there's a lot of money invested in getting that building where it needed to be you know
0: might wow. be more than two hundred thousand because i know the kitchen build was pretty expensive oh yeah bro. that
1: could
0: have that could have been why nobody wanted to buy it because nobody wants to take the risk and do all that stuff Interesting. So, so let's, let's
1: walk this down, man, because we talked about, you know, the success of the business. Um, and now, you know, unfortunately we're having to discuss the decline of the business. Um, and you know, it's already been reports that the lines are no longer as long as they once were. Right. So <laughs> the business is not experiencing those wrap around the building lines anymore. Oh, um, Why do you matter of fact, Al, why do you think the lines have started to decline, you know, recently?
3: Man, it could be a lot of rhyme or reason to that. But, you know, um, if the reports are true, right? Uh, You know, I put myself in a woman's shoe. If the reports are true, when I go to a restaurant where... You know, there's verbal and physical abuse about mm. you know part of the owners that could be part of it. Um, you know, um shit, it could be a lot of reasons, man. But but PR, you know, PR is PR, man. When you get good PR, people support you. Like you, you have one of these food critics come out and say, you know, talk about your food. Well, you know, you, you come and get you come and get blessed if the reviews are good. And then if you have bad PR, and if you have one partner beating on another partner. Uh, You know, you can expect a lack of support, right? Uh, I think in due time, I think uh, everything will kind of work itself out, right? In reference to, uh, you know, obviously ownership um, and the support that the community continues uh, uh, to provide them. I just think as long as you still have a good product, any bad PR can rehabilitate it. It's just going to take time, man.
0: Yeah, a lot of people not, a lot of people men or women not going to support yeah yeah put up abuses yeah man
1: i don't, don't want to be
3: part of that either I don't... yeah i mean people will counsel you bro straight up look what happened to will smith mm. you know people don't support bullies bro it's just what it is
0: oh nah, mm. so, yeah what's that yeah, Nah, a lot of people ain't. you know a lot of people ain't gonna support Abusive or woman beater, just any, none of that. But, but, and just to be clear, I don't know if it's it's plenty
1: reported allegedly, yeah, 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 of him beating her. It was more physical, no, it was more uh emotional verbal. and verbal abuse. And verbal. Yeah um, which I don't I don't know, I don't know what that we is. We don't know none of this
0: is true. We just, just yeah, we don't know if any of this
1: is true. We don't know, and at the end of the day, when you hear something like ver uh verbal abuse. My, I took issue with that initially I ain't gonna lie to you I took issue with that because I feel like verbal abuse although it's you know it's still a form of abuse I feel like that's something that that's a start that, yeah that's a start. start but I'm saying like like why not take that to uh
0: uh why not take that to counseling shit they could've tried we don't know could've tried yeah Good try. Here's the crazy
3: thing, Malachi commented a lot in the comments. Would you just Malachi
2: hop
3: on, man? Yeah, I know you want hey. to. <laughs> I almost had a wreck trying to read your comments, bro. Just hop on, man. <laughs> I'm driving.
1: Absolutely, yeah, definitely jump on Malachi. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. This this is an ugly situation on all fronts because at the end of the day, right? We got a public a public display of marital dysfunction at the highest level. Um, uh, we talking abuse, we talking financial abuse to a certain degree, we talking um um misappropriation of funds, taking funds from the business, um without having any uh yeah, matter of fact, oh, you want to share the receipts? You wanna share the receipts? Yeah, this, the,
0: this is where the downfall started right here. Once this mm. came out. Everybody's trying to figure out what was going on. This is this came out a year ago. Mm.
1: That's One a big bill, three bro. Three million dollar grocery bill. So I'm guessing all of those 3,000 turkey legs that they gave away for free. Is some say, <laughs> 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 fan Robin Hood, bro.
0: Yo, what's going on? All hey, right, bro. So this is January 19 of 2023. So this was a year ago. As y'all noticed,
1: My God. it started My to go
0: down ever since you know this negative press. So I know I've been a Houston quite a few times. I didn't see it as busy as it was in 2022. Like it was. Like I didn't see it as busy hey, Did you? uh no No, i think this is the start of it right here
1: this is the start negative press so you got a 1.3 million dollar grocery that's a big bill bro that's a big old bill bro that's a huge bill yeah bro you're talking about a million dollar bill that you literally got probably credit right food on credit and you just not paying
0: these folk back for them to come out and do this I'm sure it happened multiple times or it's just because, you know, business like this ain't going to put their business out there. Yeah.
1: But here's the thing, though. Let's let's just keep it real. Let's talk business. Right. And I would love to get Al's take on this, too, because restaurant businesses are probably one of the hardest businesses to run from a profit standpoint. You almost have to be in a situation where you just love the business. And you're willing to, you know, keep keep this thing going because you love it. They do make money. They make money, but a lot of times the profit is not as much. And so, how, what what what's, what's your thoughts, Al? On how do you think a business gets in a situation where they got a 1.3 million dollar grocery bill, um, but they're still making a ton of money? What do you think is happening? Uh,
3: it's very easy to get sloppy when revenue is plentiful. Mm. right and when things are tight that's typically when people are counting every dime every penny right so i think having a cfo to make sure bills get paid make sure there's an accounting uh good accounting practices right making sure that your vendors that you are maybe getting that food on the net 60 net 90 their invoices are getting paid in a timely manner because that helps with cash flow when you're on the net net 30 net 60 net 90 so you know um it could have just been hey man uh uh people using the business is, is is personal funds i've seen people do this on a on a large scale such as this to a smaller scale where you know you are using a business to pay for a lot of personal items right without making sure that and you know it's ways that you do things but you got to make sure your business obligations are taken care of first and whatever the net profit is, then you can obviously have the business pay you as an owner or a partner uh, for all the personal use, right? So I just think that's probably what it was. It's, it's somebody in the business or multiple people in the business um, was just, you know, using the business as a, as a personal piggy bank. And I was. You, can you hear me?
1: You can, Yeah, now we can
3: that's the awesome. only yeah, that, that's the only way that that um I can see something like this happening is that you're co funds and you are using business revenue to pay for a lot of personal things, and um you, you look up and, and something that's kind of gotten by the wayside, and, and then things like this happen, especially when vendors know what type of revenue you're doing and you're not paying them. You know, that's when lawsuits happen. Right? Wow.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it sounds like the classic we good now and we're going to be good later mentality spending money because it's there and you look at it as just your own money and then you find out that now at the end of the day, you still got bills to pay. So it sounds Did like do. it may be a, a, a on the back end The financial systems weren't in place. All they did was it right.
0: So maybe it wasn't a CFO. Wasn't somebody managing the money besides them? They probably was managing the money, and
1: probably you know. And and then we also got reports that he was going to the cash registers, pulling money up out of there, or just getting personal checks. Yeah, absolutely. Just getting what? getting the people to write him checks from the business to do personal things with. That's this well, that's is dangerous. what led to uh employees not being able to get paid on time, right? And um and, and so forth, and also led to um uh you know, a lot of the financial ruin that we that we witnessing in the news now.
0: That's terrible the way you got fired. Probably <laughs> way well, he got fired. Let's play this video real quick. Man. Let's see what they got to say. You got to add it to the stage.
4: A- I- I'll add A- add it. of not paying their grocery bills.
0: You can hear Mark it. 26th yeah. Matt
4: Seedorf first broke this story and is outside the restaurant tonight. A lot of people surprised by this. We've all seen the lines outside Turkey Hut. This, this place can be can be any, any day, Dave, Dave, but, but now while... while Hey, hey, Evan. Evan. I'm, Bill. I'm Bill. One of Houston's Houston's most iconic restaurant. restaurant it's all over TikTok.
2: Yeah, that's how I heard it Yeah.
5: That's what
2: I thought it about. about it. It went viral. I told it's I We've
4: been
2: We've there been for the there long, long lines. Now Turkey Lake has food, more
5: than a million dollars.
4: Accused of not paying their food vendor. I'm really surprised that, you know, they
5: are... Uh, in this situation uh, considering that they're pretty busy high volume restaurant
4: the recently filed lawsuit claims turkey leg has failed to pay us foods roughly $85,000 for produce sold Adding, as of this date, Turkey Leg owes U.S. Foods almost $1.3 million.
1: Obviously, there was an agreement
3: signed um, with the restaurant and that actual uh, distributor. It will make it difficult for him to outsource any other vendor in the city. That's a lot. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's a false claim, but it is false.
4: Customers here from Houston and beyond learning about the allegations
3: i really hope they get it figured out yeah i mean um sure. it's a really good business from, from i mean from the little short say that we had, the food is really good
1: i don't believe it
3: always oh, rumor you know this is said that she said that he said that i don't really believe it i bet you my paycheck you I, I bet my social security check
4: cynthia russell and haiti burnett have lived near turkey-like hut for about 50 years you're not surprised Uh-oh. why not
0: because these are black owners And And this neighborhood
3: used to just be for blacks. Yeah. So, if they could make it hard for you, they would
4: We tried speaking with someone from Turkey Leg Hut about the lawsuit. $1.3 million. Here and talk to okay. A co-owner for the restaurant responding to our Fox Twenty Six web story with this Instagram post saying, check the track record and we have paid taxes, etc., on time. U.S. Foods owed us money for advertising, etc., on trucks, Instagram and all. It's always three sides to a story, and their side ain't the truth. We also received a statement tonight from U.S. Foods saying that they don't comment on litigations. Reporting on the South Side, Matthew Seedorf, Fox Twenty Six News.
1: My God. <laughs> she said she better check on it, bro. She hey, <laughs> I my social security check, not the social security check, man. You ain't gonna be able to eat, man <laughs> So, so Malachi, well, you know we got Malachi in the building. Um, what, what, what's, what's your thoughts on this conversation, Malachi? What's your thoughts?
5: Yeah, man, it's it's a sad situation. It's it's a great business, but you hate to see uh public marital problems uh put an end into it, and you hate to see. The business side you know just not handling business and paying bills uh put an end to it too and like like i was saying previously you also hate to see uh you know not owning the building and and the asset itself uh as well even though you know you you it's not as much you can do about that if you got a smart business owner like the lady is that owns the building that don't want to sell it and realize what you got
0: So, so what you were saying about the building in the beginning the chat, so everybody can understand what you were saying
5: yeah, so that building, this it's a it's a Asian lady that owns the building. Uh, it's been in the family for a long time. So what what a lot of folks don't realize about their award, uh, the original Chinatown is right outside of downtown. So a lot of the community uh, was owned, you know, by Asian families. Even my house, uh, I, you know, when my parents bought my house, they bought it from an Asian couple because uh, Chinatown was right there before they relocated out uh, to the west side. Uh, so a lot of their real estate is, is owned by uh, Asian, Asian families. Uh, we've just always been in the leasing situation there. So that building, she's owned it for a long time. And before the turkey leg hut was there, that side of Almeida um, wasn't what it is now. wasn't built out like that. You know, first they hit Edo and then, you know, tra- changed that to Edo. And then it kind of trickled down uh, to the third ward side, to the quote unquote good side of third ward over there. Uh, you know, it was scrappy Browns before that and before that it was something else and and people had a chance to buy it from her. She was willing to sell back then, uh, but nobody wanted to meet her price. She, she wasn't you know offering a booty but low ball price, but the, the building did have some issues. It had some plumbing issues uh, underground and things like that. and you know the the tenant is responsible uh, for all of that all of those leasehold improvements and things. Uh, and the laws weren't as good, you know, for writing that stuff off and things like that. So it was a more expensive acquisition at the time, nobody wanted to buy it. And now, obviously, that our meat is, is hidden now. Uh, she don't have no reason to sell it, it would be pretty dumb for her to do.
0: Damn, how much do you think that rent is? I know they're paying a, a nice penny.
5: I, I have no idea, I don't I, I know nothing about the restaurant game, it, it ain't cheap though, Not not over there. Mm-mm. And 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 she got the right to raise it if, if if you're not, you know if your paperwork ain't good from the beginning and you're not locked into a good, a good long lease yeah. you know, with the right options to renew and things like that.
0: Y'all, y'all think it's over
3: twenty twenty thousand?
5: Oh, absolutely.
3: Maybe yeah, thirty. I
5: would, I would know what it's hidden for. I gotta pull a comps,
3: but um, uh, absolutely that that rent's not cheap and mm-hmm. um. You know, some landlords, especially with restaurants, they get a percentage of sales,
0: right? What?
3: Yeah, oh, break that down. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, hey, that, hey, that's negotiable, right? What? Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Let me stop out. Get, oh they get
5: ideas. Let me stop This lady can be watching no.
3: this and getting ideas, man. <laughs> and and, and at, at, on a restaurant, Al, you
5: say, Al,
0: they get Al, a base. Al, you say in a percentage. They man.
5: No, I was, Go ahead. Gonna say, I was just gonna ask Al. Wouldn't wouldn't you say this is a prime reason to have someone like you or a commercial real estate agent negotiate this stuff from the jump? So when your business do get to popping, you got the right stuff in your contract to not get taken advantage of. Man, I, I've seen so many people get taken
3: advantage of because they don't understand that you know a commercial lease has has a lot of moving parts, and it's completely different than a residential lease where frankly um, tenants have way more rights residential tenants have way more rights than uh commercial tenants so it is not uncommon for a landlord uh especially you see this in major shopping centers where they want a percentage of, of sales it might be small but that stuff add up over time right and i don't know what type of lease they have uh but based on the square footage the patio and all those things it's a probably a pretty healthy uh, commitment for sure. And when you have that much revenue coming through the door and you've been there that long and that location established, it's really hard to to pick up and leave. you know so i don't I don't know what the rental terms are, but I know it ain't cheap.
5: That's a fact and uh, uh, another thing about that they moved in there uh, after twenty seventeen when the tax laws changed. So after that, technically, all of those leasehold improvements, everything, every dollar they put into that building to make it better, they could have wrote all of that off in the first year and been riding the wave of that to pay no tax going forward.
0: I don't even know if they know all that. If They're if they handling money. I got, they I got a question.
1: I got a question for you guys, and
0: but I want to ask the
1: ladies in the chat. Because this is important. Uh D put, I would rather have 50 percent of a thriving business than get 100 percent of a failing one. Keep business and personal separate for your own benefit and legacy of the brand. Right. This is powerful because I want to know, ladies, real quick. Are you going public with verbal abuse? Right. Ooh. Which could potentially ruin your legacy brand and business simultaneously just to prove a point to somebody that you pissed off at the moment at. I want to know Are the ladies, are you going public with this situation? Are you going to handle this thing private, keep the business running right. And work out some type of percentile agreement to, you know, to work, to work, work funds with what, what what is y'all take on this? I want to know. And then while we while we get the ladies' opinion on this in the chat, Malachi, what's your take on this? What's your take on publicly destroying the brand and legacy of your business? When here's the thing, and it's different. Now I ain't gonna say it's completely different. But it's a little different when you have a company, let's say like Apple or Amazon, right? We know Jeff Bezos, but we could care less about Jeff Bezos. Amazon is Amazon. Apple is Apple. You know, a lot of people don't even know that Steve Jobs is the guy over Apple no more. Like that's that's old. Like if I was to go to a lot of the, the people, the teenagers that's picking up iPhones right now, they don't even know who Steve Jobs is, right? But when you turkey leg hut and the, and the, the logo of your business is a family business that's what that's what the logo and branding of it is how would you approach this from a PR standpoint uh if you are being verbally abused not physically abused that we know of allegedly but verbally abused how are you handling this situation what, what's what's your take on it
5: so my take is this: I have a a, a rhetorical question. What what is your emotional peace worth to you? What dollar value would you assign to that?
0: Um, infinite. I need my emotional peace to be intact. I need my emotional <laughs> peace.
5: Okay, so it can take priority over money, right? It can. But 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 here's but the I, thing, yeah, though. What right. so I'm saying that's really that's really the answer. So I, I may have a thriving, booming business. But if it's if it's attached to a person, I don't want nothing to do with nothing to be around, and I don't have my emotional peace. Then what is what is it really worth that I have all this money and things from the business? So she could have been at that point, and if you're at that point, you're at that point. You know, I can't I can't really say how what what point that should be for somebody. But I, I would say no matter no matter what you have, how much money, how much stuff you have, if you can't go to sleep well at night and you don't have no emotional peace, it don't really matter.
3: Um, uh, I'm gonna say I disagree with Malachi. And here's what I and let me be more specific on what I disagree with. I agree that everyone has to have their emotional peace, right? If you can't sleep at night, that's not healthy, right? And, and if you're anxious, and you don't have anything to address that anxiety, things build and fester. So I agree with him on that. Uh, I just disagree with how it was handled. Um, everything that happened could have happened privately restrained orders privately uh uh if he wasn't on the entity documents that's even easier right uh, everything that happened literally could have happened without being without a public announcement and you let the you know you let your attorneys handle that you let the authorities handle that uh you know there's nothing that she did that she couldn't have done privately to where it doesn't you know is it still going to have an impact on the business? Yes, but it's just not so in the public eye, unless she wanted it in the public eye. And if and if that's the case, that she had her own intentionality behind it, but it's obviously impacting the business negatively. Mm. My thoughts on it.
1: You know, um, yeah, I I mean that's that's a hell of a perspective because at the end of the day, when you have a business that It's, you know, public facing, meaning you are the brand uh, and you have to know that when you out somebody, for whatever the reason may be, you will destroy this business and brand. And you got to understand, destroying a business, a lot of people look at it from the aspect of, okay, I just destroyed a business. Do you know how much it takes to 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 to. if you're going to end a business correctly, which a lot of people don't, right? Some people just, they allow the debts to just pile up and it just goes crazy. And then they just file bankrupt, right? And it just is what it is. But if you do it the correct way, right? That means you got a lot of outstanding debts. You have employees that need to be taken care of. You have, um, it's just tons of things. Like a lot of times people think that you could just walk away from these things and just get up and leave, but it ain't that simple. Um, There's a lot of moving parts in businesses, a lot of things that happen on a machine like basis that continue to need assistance. So you just can't walk away like that. Right. Um, Payroll, you got all kind of just stuff, you know. So is it responsible because I'm feeling a way right to jeopardize not only my livelihood, but the livelihood of potentially employees, stakeholders, vendors, right? All because I feel the way about my husband today—is that responsible? I want—I want to hear Malachi's take on that.
5: I wouldn't necessarily say it's—it's it's responsible, but it's the—it's a the benefit of ownership to be able to do what you want, uh, despite how it impacts others, and that happens across all industries.
0: what's your thoughts about that b i
1: want to know your thoughts
0: <laughs> yeah i gotta keep that at the house man i don't like public stuff anyway though. you know what i'm saying i don't like i don't like public relationships matter because it take one small thing to go bad it could it could it could hurt your pocket you know what i'm saying and they don't even have to be bad if she want to set you up and say you did something and you really didn't everybody believes that you did it i like guess so many times we see been get in trouble saying they raped a lady, they hit a lady, just it could be anything. The guys done. Yeah, you gotta look at these uh these actors. Soon as something come up, all their deals get dropped. Fast. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want no punch. Like look at Diddy. I I believe he did it, but every all the stuff going
5: down. Wow, yeah. To, to be clear, I don't, I don't like public drama and, and things being out in the public. I'm just saying, you know, look at any business, you know, major companies, you know, real estate people selling their real estate when they decide they want to cash out and sell them to somebody else. Like, you know, the ownership of the owner of a company deciding to cancel a company, doing what's best for them, is is normal to me. I just think it shows the the benefit in and why it's necessary to be an owner yourself to where you're not beholden to anybody else but the customer for things like that
3: for me it shows man it's really important to have wise counsel right never and i know it's easier said than done man i know it's easier said than done because sometimes we get so caught up in emotion um you know we we make decisions that we wish we can take back and what I've learned over the years is that when you make decisions out of emotions, it's typically always the wrong decision, right? And so, if there's guidance, if there's some type of board or team that that could have provided some guidance on uh, how do we, you know, obviously um, separate the the private life and the marriage without impacting how the business is running, and I know that's really tough when you got two people that are that's a part of the brand but if all the stuff that's coming out is if, if it's true meaning he's not on the entity paperwork because of his his background telling me the background then legally uh it's really easy to separate the two real easy to, to be honest you just get your attorney to handle that and just call it a day and just write a check and just sever ties right so Um, it's easy to say if I was in that situation, you know, I would handle it different. Or if my wife was in that situation or daughter was in that situation, because I have a wife and daughter, I'm thinking, you know, how would that situation be handled? But when you have a multi-million dollar business that frankly can be inherited by your kids, sometimes you have to... Not sometimes, all the times you have to make decisions that's best for the family and best and, and what's best for your children. And that is if the marriage is not healthy and there's no reconciliation, you can't resolve it, then get out of it. You gotta have your emotional and physical peace, right? So get out of it. But the way that things were structured, it, she could have easily gotten out of it and kept the, you know, maybe lowered some of this public um, pushback. Or blowback, I would say, in reference to people not supporting the restaurant like they used to. That's just my thoughts on it.
1: So let's highlight a few things, though, real quick. I want to I want to speak kind of from her perspective. Right. I know that she mentioned that um, she mentioned that she was fearful. Right. Um, She was fearful. She feels he was a narcissist and a sociopath. Right. These are her words. Right? Oh, is that that what she kind of alluded to? <laughs> and she, you know, was fearful of him maybe retaliating. Right? So let's let's talk about it. Oh, let's let's talk about what what she talking about.
0: What's what she say? Uh, accusations of abuse against her soon to be him. I don't have the Instagram post, but she made a post. Uh, Husband and wife duo behind a turkey hut is calling quits. Nikita Price announces that on her Instagram, she was divorcing Lindell on accusations of abuse. The pod cover behind turkey hut, one of the most popular controversial restaurants, is getting a divorce. Nikia Holmes, Nakia Holmes, is filed for divorce from Lynn Price back in May, according to court documents. On Tuesday, Black Enterprise reported Holmes released a statement via Instagram, announcing that the divorce and accusing her soon former partner of abuse. The world thinks he's a man who stands on business. But y'all are sadly mistaken. The man that me and my children know is cruel. Abusive emotionally, mentally, and completely void any emotion. Almost wrote in the post on her account, which is set to private. This is it right here. Damn. Her words, you know, this ain't allegedly. This is this is this is it. What'd she say? Can you can you can you uh zoom it in? Let me see, Let me see if I can make it bigger. That's not her though. Oh, that's not her. Little, oh, that is. I guess that's an old profile. Uh-huh. I don't know how to make it big. I'm gonna share. Share. You can share. I'm gonna send you the link. Yeah, send me the link. <clears throat> you know how to make it bigger on your computer? Yeah,
1: <clears throat> I'm gonna zoom that joint in. But here, here's the thing at the end of the day verbal abuse right I can't speak to what you know levels of abuse deserve whatever but what I can say is what if she was fearful Al of threat and she felt like her safety right was in putting it out to the public right because at it the, probably end the was of the probably was a safety
3: I mean hey I can't i can't like that you gotta yeah, you do whatever you need to do. i can't i can't fault her for that if that's how she felt you got to do what you feel that's right that's going to protect you and your family if that's how she felt listen I, I don't have no pushback on that whatsoever because at the end of the day safety is more important than income safety is more important than revenue you can always re- rebuild back what you lost or what you lose but you know uh one you know if you feel your life's threatened you got to do what you got to do Um, and and not worry about the fallout uh, so you can protect you and yours.
1: Bam Bam said that she wanted the world
0: to hate him
1: as she does. That's why she went public.
0: Well, you got to look at it from a few different aspects. She could have been dealing with this for years. You don't Mm -hmm. know that. And her just being feeling safe and mentally all together, that's more important than all this money, business, and all that. Like she mm-hmm. could have she could've wanna kill herself. You never know. She could have you could have been hurting the kids or on the verge of hurting the kids, hurting her. Maybe she just wanted to exit. Like most women, you gotta you gotta be proud of her because most women aren't gonna do that. They just go sit in it and just live a miserable life. Mm.
5: What's so your you take on this, uh,
0: Malachi? Link <laughs> uh Byron that link in the uh chat too. Probably okay.
5: chat. Man, I don't what... I'm from the outside looking in. I have no idea what's going on, but I just say whatever you feel you need to do for your emotional well-being is safety. Uh, and you know what's going on. We don't. It, it don't matter how I look to other people. You, man, do what's best for you. And 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 when you're the owner, you can do that without being impacted. So go go be an owner. You can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. If Al if Al wanted to shut down his State Farms today because it's best for him and his family, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure I'm sure Al's gonna make that decision, right?
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't. That, that wouldn't be best for the family, but I get what you said Valakai. Like, <laughs> I totally get what you said. You know, um, again, I'm not in her head. I'm not in her environment. I'm not in her space. Um, we don't know what happened. But everyone has a right to protect their emotional and physical well-being. And if being in that marriage put that in in harm's way, she has every single right uh, to do what she needed to do. Right? And vice versa. If if this was him having these uh, accusations, same thing. Right? Uh, It's a lot of men in in verbally and physically abusive relationships that don't speak out. They don't that don't speak out, they just take it. Uh-uh. Right? Yeah. So let's keep
1: gone. it real. That's if right this was letter, a, if she was a male going through the same thing, we would have never heard about it. We wouldn't even a know it existed. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just saying if, re, to, uh, if the roles were reversed in most situations, we would have never heard about it. Look at all of the, everything yeah. that Will Smith going through, and we've never we we don't we just it. heard about it though. Yeah. And, and we didn't even hear about it from him. We heard about it from her. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> like we heard yeah. about her cheating on her man from her. That's crazy. That's
0: disrespectful, though.
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying like the difference in how I guess men view situations like this is very stark. Uh, it's, a, it's a very stark difference because men typically will put the business first. Typically. Um, they will kind of highlight what I guess the most, you know, uh, what benefits the, the overall, some, sometimes, sometimes some men will burn, burn the, uh, the bridge, right. And then be confused about how to get back across the water. Like some men will do that too. But in most cases, I would say men don't. Right. So I, that, that's why I wanted to kind of get the perspective from the women. And maybe she felt like she was in a situation where she had to burn the bridge, right? Um, and she didn't care about getting across the, to, the water again. She just built build another bridge. I don't know, but this is what she said, Sims world. I've been quiet for so long and I can no longer hold my silence. This is war that I've been fighting behind closed doors all the while pretending to the world that everything is perfect. It's too much to bear. I am living in hell on earth. The abuse, the manipulation, the lies, the deceit, the gaslighting, the narcissism have become unbearable. The world thinks he's a man who stands on business, but y'all are sadly mistaken. The man that me and my children know is cruel, abusive, emotionally, mentally, and completely void of emotion. From the time we wake up, till the time we close our eyes each night, we are literally in a fight for our peace and sanity. I can admit that I've played my part in hindering and hiding his behavior. But today I'm finally choosing me. I'll die behind this truth and I'll lose everything to finally have peace. She said enough right there. She said, I'll lose everything. She said, I'll die behind this truth I lose everything to finally have peace. I brought light to his life while he came into mine to destroy not only me, but all who love me. I'm finally choosing, closing this chapter, but I know the battle is about to commence and I'm ready. I know after I win this war, I'll finally have my peace. My God, boy. There's uh, she says, there are so many more chapters to my story, but this one is officially closed. I'm going to uh-huh. need all the support I can get, but I also know God has, and it cuts off. This is probably
0: 6th, my back 2023, mm. yes, 2023, bro.
1: November 6th, and you know, <laughs> few months later.
0: Gets fired, yeah,
1: and she says he's finally va- uh, validating <clears throat> what the world already knew. Long post alert. Um, so at the end of the day, from what it sounds like, she knew that she was gonna burn down the bridge, she was okay with burning down the bridge. And I want to know, ladies, what's your thoughts? Yeah, where the ladies at? She said she should have written the book. We don't, I think she is, think is writing the need book to know this.
0: <laughs> yeah, the book would have been dope, huh? She
1: could have went on Oprah and
0: everything. Oprah I would have played. She probably is though. It'd it be smart for her to write a book at this point. Yeah, she buy probably that. pay some of them some of them lawsuits. Hell yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Trump just came out with a shoe to help pay for his lawsuit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that boy's crazy. <laughs> you know
0: what he's selling for? You, huh? Man, they set it for like 300, bro. Like let me see. No, no, no. 3,000, oh. boy. The retail. What? No yeah. way. Yeah, 2,000, 3,000. I thought it was like 300 and
1: something.
0: That's the original price. It says so Trump Hawks
1: 3.99 branded shoes. So you may you, you must be talking about the after the after uh Yeah, the
0: resale. The, the resale. mean, many people can get the original drop It's the resale. Oh.
5: Now, now here's the question: If a uh-huh. man came out asking for support, would, would he get it? Or no, Hell or, would no. He get, or would he get laughed at? He would get laughed at. laughed at.
1: People yeah, would think he was a- weird. I right, agree. Uh, to be soft. honest, soft, weak, weird, no support, bro. Shut yeah. up. Go sit down somewhere. No backbone. Yeah, no backbone. What kind of man is? No male figure in life. Raised by all women. You know. <laughs> This yeah, is, is crazy. This is crazy. That's um
5: hard, yeah. So um Leg still hitting though. I went I went the other day. They still on point.
1: They stay, they still got it together.
0: Hey
5: man. As long as
0: they got some employees to tear the food,
1: that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, they need the employees.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, the Trump shoot, it got it right here. <laughs> Trump dropped drop the shoe. Trump, Trump Hawk, three ninety nine <laughs> branded shoe at the sneaker con after a day after the judge ordered him to pay three hundred and fifty five million, bro, in a lawsuit against him. My God, my God, man. Let me tell you, um, yeah, that's real talk. So, man, listen, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break this down because we got a lot to unpack on this. Cause I really I really wish some of the ladies would join the discussion today. To join the discussion, no. um, I wish some of the ladies could join in on this because it says women would support. What women would support? Women would not support a male in an abusive situation. I hope you ain't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: so uh, uh, how about the LLC docs. I was looking for them. I couldn't find them. So she's on it and he's not she's on the yeah. llc docs he's not on the llc docs
1: that's from what oh, wow. i
0: hear so, so, so what well, is y'all thoughts about that let's talk about this because that's at the end of the day if your name not on it you ain't no owner so on
5: uh my my thought is this is a community property state so it don't matter if you're yeah on that he got some legal
3: um uh, she can legally fire him out of the business but uh, he's going to have a stake in the equity in the company because, again, Texas is a common a common law state, and I don't know how long they've been married, but he's going to have a, you know, yeah, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid, but, but you know, I, I'm going to be praying for him. I, I didn't read that uh, IG statement that she made. Um, that was powerful. Uh, for someone willing to, to, to sacrifice their entire brand, lose it all for peace, Um, uh, you know, if uh, it feels as though she's been going through, uh, some things and, you know, I'm one of perspective, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of perspective. What if, what if, you know, for those that have daughters, what if your daughter was in a situation like that?
1: Yeah. Let's talk about that. Al, what would you advise your daughter? You know, you put a lot of investments into your daughter. Um, what, what would you tell her? In this situation? Good question.
3: Uh, it's hey. not, well, one, I would get my daughter out of that situation mm. and I'll be willing to lose it all too to protect my family. Mm. So if my daughter was in an abusive relationship or marriage and my daughter life is at risk, then I'm dad. I'm going to put my life at risk. That's just what it is. I'm mm. putting everything I, I have at risk to protect uh, me and mine. So I don't, you know, uh, everyone would handle that situation differently but whenever my daughter does get married uh i'm making it evidently clear that's you, you you're never going to put your hands on my daughter because you don't have to answer to me period period right it, that's just that's just kind of what it is so uh i hate that she was put in that situation i hate that um you know uh if that was our marriage environment then it sucks man all you can do is really pray for people and, and, and for situations like that right but that is that message which was heartfelt uh she put it out there for everybody to know and uh you know it sounds like she was protecting them for a very very long time and looked the other way right and so that's just not a healthy way to live so i'm, I'm glad she
5: found the truth uh, al, al and his thug line brothers they, they allow being jail. <laughs> you go, man. Stop it, man.
0: Stop gang, gang. It. I'm not gonna lie, man. Seems like he put it through a lot, bro. And I heard other things, too. But, you know, allegedly, we don't know how true it is. Messing with the workers at the job. You know what I'm saying? said he may have a kid with somebody that worked at the restaurant. My God. So, you know, that's a lot of... That's lack of respect for himself. You know what I'm saying? So... That's a lot of different things, man. Mm. Like you, the owner of the business, but you have a sexual relations with the servers? Come on, man. What you hear that at? Oh, I didn't. Just... <laughs> I don't know that's, what, that's, he, what. I don't know
3: what. He it's what
0: a, it's allegedly. That. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That's that's what <laughs> Shay said. I'm just reading the chat.
3: Oh my god!
0: But I heard that. I heard that that he was messing with some of the workers like years ago, like two years ago. Have you heard that by, Yeah, I've heard things like that.
1: I've heard things like that. That right there, bro. Well, that's a huge
0: no-no. Huge no-no. Um, that's embarrassing. Like, she she go there every day. You know what I'm saying? She gotta think, like, who is he talking to right now? That you know, that's that's hard to do with as a woman. That's just as anybody. Bro, that right there—I believe that right there would make a
1: woman want to burn the bridge, bro, and not care how how like who get hurt. Like, (laughs) yeah, that probably right there, because you know we're talking about verbal abuse and all these other allegations of abuse. You know that's hard to quantify, right? You know you can easily quantify if somebody physically abused you, but verbal abuse is very subjective, right? We don't know, you know. What somebody's verbal abuse uh, shows up as, but when you talk about cheating on a woman, bro, with the people that are working in that environment, if that the was in place, you probably hired, bro, that she is paying that money that she works for is paying this woman's bills, brother. Let me tell you something that is <laughs> eternal beef, bro.
0: Yeah, that's bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's eternal beef, and that's that's the here's the thing, bro. This success thing, this money thing, man, let me tell you, um, you have to be a different level of discipline. I'm, I'm just speaking to entrepreneurs at this point. You have to be a different level of discipline. The more money you make, right? the more money you make, the more people you lead, you have to move different. And so a lot of times, you know, that's why it goes back to, you know, I've been kind of keeping up with that Funny Willis thing, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to definitely talk about that. You know, I've I've been listening to it, right? And uh, Funny
5: Funny Willis Willis? is
1: is the lady that is prosecuting Trump right now, uh, trying to prosecute Trump. And she was mentioning how I was watching a testimony, she was talking about how she's lonely, right? She's lonely, Right. She's at the top of her career. Right. Um, And I can tell you right now, the the higher you go up, whether it's in a corporate environment or the higher you go up financially, you get lonelier and lonelier. Your peers and the people you can look to as peers become more and more sparse on top of the fact that it's hard to find real friends in, in real life, period, no matter who you are. Right. No matter who you are, but when you tack on like these higher levels of responsibility, it just gets lonely and your level of discipline has to be high on point, yeah. extremely on point because your flesh is going to tell you to do some things that
0: can truly ruin everything that you built within one day. You got to realize when you're at the top, they always got somebody trying to bring you down. And they come in a multiple different ways, but it could come in women, it could come in man partnerships, it could come in money, it could come in all kind of stuff.
1: Al, what's your take on that, man? You know, um, being in a situation that you've run a business successfully and you've had to interface with men, women, right? I'm pretty sure, right? I don't even have to uh I, I just know the nature of how this stuff look. I'm pretty sure you've had all kind of advances. Um I'm pretty sure you've been in situations where your integrity could have been compromised if you had partaken in some of the things that were offered to you. Right. And a lot of times mm-hmm. these things, here's the thing, you know, and I'm just keeping it real. And I know the, the, the chat is probably going to try to destroy me in this, you know, when I make the statement, but I'm just keeping it real. A lot of the things that we hear about that shows up as rape, you know, and all of these crazy things like 20 years later, a lot of times be advances made by the people who are making those same accusations. Can we keep it real? So, Al, what's your take on this discipline thing?
5: Man,
3: uh, the more success anyone has, the more temptation you're going to have at your disposal. That's just period. Uh, I think it's uh it's human tendency to like status, like power, like influence. And when you have those things, uh again, temptation uh is gonna run rapid. And so for me, um, man, I I, I keep my, my circle small. I don't put myself in situations where, I, you know, anything can be questionable. Uh, um, you know, or anything that's going to disrespect my wife or dis- disrespect our marriage, um, you know, I'm going to try like hell not to put myself in those situations. And if for whatever reason you're in a situation, you know, you got to make a decision. Uh, you know, uh, is it worth putting my family on the line for this moment of pleasure, right? And for me, the answer is always a resounding no. And I'm not judging a man or a woman for their transgressions, because that's not me. That's God, you know. And and obviously, God, no, we're not perfect. But um, I've always found solace into having a small group of friends that hold me accountable, hold me accountable to being a godly man, hold me accountable to being a Christian, hold me accountable to being an elite business leader, right? Um, when you're able to show discipline, when you're giving a little, God will bless you with a lot. And so I've been blessed with a lot. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but uh, my family is the reason why I go at the t- the, the pace that I go at and decisions that I make is for my last name. So I'm not, it's easy for me. It's not challenging to, to make sure I'm going to always make my family proud uh, make my team proud, the people that I lead proud, my community proud, by trying to make the, the best decisions possible. And and I think, uh you know, putting yourself in situations where if you are weak in the flesh, uh, don't put yourself in those situations, right. Uh, and so that's kind of really been a catalyst for my success, is that if someone has a sweet tooth, it probably doesn't make sense for you to be in the candy store or if someone has excessive drinking, it probably doesn't make sense for you to hang out in bars and lounges. So it's about knowing what you're weak at, what you're tempted, and making sure that you do your best to not put you in those situations where you can make bad decisions, right? And so that's just kind of my two cents on it, Byron, is is that that's- What does that look like though?
1: What does that look like? What what what, what does you being that guy right? Look like when you get that advance potentially, right? How are you curving that advance?
3: (laughs) Uh, You're gonna laugh when I say this, um, I get several advances, um, um, whatever event seminar. And here's my line that I always say,
0: would that, would that pivot look like?
3: You know what? I appreciate your interest. I'm happily married. I love my wife and I love my daughter. But I got an identical twin that looks just like me.
1: <laughs> I've heard that one in real life. <laughs> and,
3: and, and yeah, you've heard you that in real that? life. I've heard
1: that in real life.
3: <laughs> you heard that in real life. I have an identical twin. Because you even said, are oh, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I have an identical twin that looks just like me and he's single. Let me give you an introduction. Mm. Right? So, you know, now obviously yeah, a lot of up. people don't have that option, but but I do. And so, you know, that's, it, it works 100% of the time. And my brother's really grateful for it too <laughs>
0: <laughs> appreciate that bro appreciate that that's a quick alley right there. <laughs> that's a fact okay so you, so wow. you got to be strong-willed you know to be successful that's women oh yeah, man it goes, with, it, it, you know, it goes both way.
3: ways it goes both ways man it, it definitely uh goes both ways and, and so what a-
1: what about in the work environment you know have you what have you dealt about with that like, in, like, in, you know, in your business employees
3: um no nah, man my, my my staff and i don't play those games mm. i i <laughs> i got way too much to lose bro i got cameras in every room but the bathroom i don't play those games <laughs> Right, at I gotta do, yeah, at all. At, at all. Not nope. Mm-mm. Oh, no, nah. you ain't coming over. All. No
1: stories, bro. Nah. I got recordings. Uh, so, bro. tell me this speak to the okay. Why do you put record uh, uh, cameras in every room? What What's the rationale behind that? Or oh, speaking to this specific subject,
3: it's the it's to protect everybody, man. It's it's to protect my staff. Uh, we deal with a lot of customers, so the customer coming here sideways, I'm, I'm not saying that. It, it happened. Well, I'm not saying that it's never happened. But you know, you you have some times where uh, customers might have a disagreement, right? Um, uh, maybe on a claim situation or something like that. And we don't make claims decisions. I just have handled the claims, right? I don't. That's why you have a claims department. I don't you know. Um, and so, so once I want to protect my staff, uh, uh, you know, from customers, uh, uh, and or from other staff members, and then also to protect me is to protect everybody. Right, it's it's about being fully transparent, right? Uh, we we also uh, I don't like it, but you know, at one of our locations, we take more cash payments than I would like. So you know, when you have cash, you have customers, you have a lot of staff, you have interactions. You know, anything that's heavily regulated, like a bank or an insurance practice, you know, you should have cameras. That's just the cost of doing business. It's 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 about being proof. And so for me. Uh, that just helps me manage a lot of things. Right. And when people know that that's <laughs> that's there, it can be looked at at, at a moment's notice. Uh, that just really helps alleviate a lot of could be and would be issues.
1: Well, I, I want to say this, you know, we're talking about ownership. Right. And the fact that, you know, we just found out the Turkey League does not own. the They don't own their establishment, which sucks. Um, I wish they did. But I know um, you need no to equity. be, huh? No equity. No equity. I know that you need to be a, a you need to own some equity, right? Um, in the properties that you're dealing with. And, you know, and, and right now we are witnessing interest rates go up, right? We're witnessing, no, mortgage rates go up. I don't know if the interest rates have went up. Maybe Malachi, no. Malachi, did the interest rates go up? Um, did the Fed increase interest rates?
3: They haven't announced that they increase yet.
1: Okay, but I know the mortgage rates did slightly go up um, by because they did not drop the rate. So I'm guessing uh, the mortgage rates, you know, they they had a um, opposite effect. But anyway, look, man, this this is a real thing, and the only way that you can really combat that, in my opinion, is to figure out an offensive approach you need an offensive approach we don't want to be defensive right we don't want to find you know play 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 the game from from defense we want to be on the offensive side and the only way to do that right is to make sure that you're checking in with some of our sponsors like we have we have the pill method you know what i mean so if you if you're looking to to learn more about how to play offense with your mortgage then you need to definitely check out the pill method we're going to roll this video real quick let's roll this video real quick and I don't want to talk about this on the other side. This is critically important. If you want to get your savings and earnings report, um, just to kind of see exactly where you stand on some of these things, definitely tap in after you listen to this particular uh, uh, commercial from my sponsor. Listen to me, y'all. But one of his mentees took us through one of their programs and I paid off my mortgage. But guess what happened? My marriage went to a whole nother level. And you know why? Because my wife is a security freak. And even when I blew up, my wife would be like, oh, you blew up, but how long is you gonna keep making this kind of money? I was like, I don't
2: know, forever.
1: <laughs> she like, you sure? Cause I'm gonna keep my license as a nurse just in case you don't. <laughs> so when I paid the house off, my boy was like, you ain't gotta do that, you can do this. But when I paid the house off using that program, it took the stress level all the way down from my wife cause we no longer had a mortgage. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That thing that was coming every month that was getting on our nerves, we didn't have that no more. And so she was at rest. Please uh, check out ice 10 K.com. That's ice 10 K.com to get your free savings and earnings report. Um, this is critically important. We're talking about ownership. Ownership matters, right? Right. Uh, a lot of the issues that I believe um, that we're discussing today, in terms of what some of the faults were, and we're going to talk about that uh, for the remainder of the show. What can we do as business owners to put ourselves in the most favorable position um, when when doing business? Right? Because listen, you know, Turkey Leg Hut did a lot of things right, but they also made a lot of mistakes, and we're going to talk about how you. Are not going to put yourself in a situation where you make some of these mistakes. We got to learn from these people. This is a learning opportunity, not a bashing opportunity. We want to learn. So, what are some of the major things? You know, well, let's let's just kind of pass this thing around. I think, oh, got something he wants to share real quick. Um,
0: dun dun dun. What, what, what this is right here? Be right at the top. Turkey leg hook, co-founder Lynn Price dismissed admits financial mismanagement allegation so this is the beginning uh i know like uh a, a week ago two weeks ago a lot of employees said they, they haven't been getting paid two three weeks um this is before he got fired this is this came out uh i think february 6th i believe yeah february 6th so in sudden Turn of events: The Turkey Leg Hut, a staple Houston's culinary, uh, has fired its co-owner, Lynn Price. admits allegations of financial mismanagement, a statement obtained by Fox 26 Houston. Nikita Price, Lynn's estranged partner and co-owner of the restaurant, detailed the turmoil within the establishment, citing potential financial mismanagement that led to a uh, comprehensive review of the company's finances. And subsequent delay on payroll of two week period. That's a long time, bro. What you thoughts mm. about that before I even go any further? When your employees ain't happy, your business will go down. Oh, that's a fact,
1: and it's gonna go down like a torpedo. You hear me? <laughs> yeah.
3: Sound like a line of credit would have been real nice right there. Do you but think a line back back of credit would be easier earlier? to get if they
0: own the building? Well, they can get a lot of credit on their
3: deposit. Yeah, you can get a line of credit on your receivables, yeah. man. They can easily get a, receiv- a receivables line of credit.
5: Yeah, the credit. line, the line, the line of credit should be easy. But, 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 real quick, I want to, I want to make sure we don't get, like, we keep mentioning that they didn't own the building, and it would be ideal to own it. But I, I don't want people to think like you shouldn't have a business in a place if you can't own the building. Like, if, if Chick Fil A wants to come give me a franchise right now, I'm not gonna own it. I'll happily take it. Or if Al want to give me a State Farm, I I won't own it. But I but you'll take it, right, Al, and and then you'll put yeah. that money into something you do own. So it's okay to to be leasing and making bread, and then go get some ownership with that bread of something else. That's fine, you know. If you don't own the building, it's still all right.
3: So so I think Malachi made a an excellent point, right? So Chick fil A and State Farm have very similar models, whereas Chick fil A you're doing like a profit share with Chick-fil-A. They pay your expenses, pay the marketing, you know, pay the rent, uh, they own all the equipment, and then whatever the net operating income is, y'all split it. So if a Chick-fil-A franchise netted 2.5 million for the year, well, the owner's gonna split that with Chick-fil-A. State Farm model is very similar in the sense that we don't own the customer data, right? We can own everything else, can own the building, uh, uh, but we don't own the data, which is it in, in for insurance. That is the most valuable part of it is the customer data. However, we do own the cash flow from the business. We do have a lifelong contract that can only be severed uh, from, you know, uh, uh, you know, basically doing fraudulent stuff, right? Uh, that or, you know, you decide that you want to do something else. And so me knowing that, uh, uh, I make it a habit to own everything else. And it's been a blessing of my family and I to where we've been able to own a lot of stuff. And so we don't own the data, but we own the cash flow that comes from that data. And with that cash flow, we go out and buy assets that we own and control and things of that nature. So when we look at the turkey leg, huh? yeah, they don't own the building, but they own the business, uh, they own the clientele and they can go out and buy buildings that they do want. I don't think the yeah. answer is moving that location. Uh, I think that location is, is, is branded. However, they're making enough money uh, to where they could have went out and brought additional locations and expanded their empire. I do feel that they could have, they would have the processes to keep the product the product and not go down by opening up multiple locations. They could also franchise it. There are a lot of things that they can do to monetize that model because they have a phenomenal product, phenomenal product. So if I was running that business, you know, I would have locations all over the city. I would probably start franchising it and and, and creating my own Chick-fil-A of franchise and turkey leg Cuts and open them all up over the nation. It's way more money when you're able to scale to that magnitude than just focusing on one store. I'll take, you know, 10 to 15 to 20% of 500 locations, then 100% of one location. That's my perspective though.
1: To be fair, yeah. I want to highlight this real quick and I want to get Malachi's take on that same question. Um, you know, and I, I talked to you about this yesterday, Al. The thing, the difference with them is they're heavily present in their business, meaning they mm-hmm. are there, Right. Um, and I don't know if that you, when you're that present in a business, how well does it scale to other locations or multiple locations when you, but in order to make that, to make that machine work, you know, like it's, it's not contingent on the systems you have in place or some type of management you have in place it's contingent on you being there and making sure everybody is doing right by all things. What's your take on that? And I want to get Malachi's take on it.
3: Well, you ever heard of Kitchen and Cocktails and if you haven't you will. Right, mm-hmm. I heard of Kitchen and So, Kitchen yeah, and around. Cocktails. Uh they're open I believe they are opening up a location in downtown Houston. They have one in Dallas, they have one in Chicago. They're opening up one in Atlanta, New York. They found out how to make it work and I I don't want to say the model uh is similar because it's not uh cuz they sell I mean, but it's 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 basically Cajun food, right? and uh um phenomenal food phenomenal experience i mean my wife and i went there this weekend in dallas uh when we had a break from the volleyball tournament live dj i mean everyone having a good time multicultural uh event but it's black owned and 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 they're opening up locations all over the u.s husband and wife no 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 it's just one guy uh when you this when you just google it kitchen I economy mean, uh kitchen and cocktails right and um phenomenal business model and you will see this spread all over the us if i could invest in it i could, I would i would probably write whatever they would take that's how much i believe in the model the food's phenomenal it's expensive but i've never went in there and seen it empty i've always seen it busy and i've always seen it be a aligned whether i go on a wednesday Thursday, Saturday it's always lit in there, and so um, the model that they're doing can be scaled. You just have to have people that you believe in, people that you're going to empower, uh, because it's proven a fact, man. I mean, other restaurants have scaled. Chick Fil A has scaled, so why can't they do it? Right? Mm. That's just a fact. They don't. They just choose to be present, and I agree that's helped with their brand. But they can. They can scale that. It's mm. turkey legs, bro. It's turkey legs. They can they get
5: mm. scale it. Malachi, what's your take? Well, first I have a question. Al is the is the owner of kitchen and whatever is, is that a noob? You know what? I don't know.
3: But okay, but more you, likely, you, uh, you,
5: you, you, you he, seem like you like it, so I was just double check. I gotta have a caveat with you to make you, sure
3: you know I'm, what? I'll text I'll text my I'm boy messing. that is a noob. That's his client. I'll find out if you're a noob or not. I'll let you know in two minutes. I don't know though, okay. but, but okay. the food's amazing. It might exactly. be because the food is so good. That's all
5: I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, as far as them being present, like I think it's real scalable because their presence to me, especially for Lynn, mainly seems to be from the branding side. Like I didn't think they needed to be physically there, um, you know, to, to make it pop like that. But the, the the branding, I think that branding is scalable and translatable uh to any location. I, I actually think I actually think the branding, him them, them being as present on social media, branding-wise, was a big benefit, especially for all the celebrities and individuals, you know, that were rocking with them uh, because of that. And, and and those were nationwide people.
0: I think they could definitely scale it for uh, all the relations they have, the branding they have. You know, they got relations with so many celebrities. They could open one in Dallas and have, like, three, four celebrities there, you know, for the first mm-hmm. three weeks.
5: And every time you know they saying? went on the, uh, you know, they they were doing the the road trips where they take the trucks, uh, to different cities and things like that and and yeah. they were booming uh on those select weekends that they went
0: Yep. open one in miami probably partner with rick ross bro. that they would go bro yeah it
5: would, would be he with him with the car shows you know going back that's to the it. branding and linking up with people
0: that's what i'll do i'll partner with the celebrities in that city give them like 20 30 percent i don't think he needs rick to do ross. that i
3: don't think he needs to do that hey Man, it's you a don't. destination. People flying to Houston just to well, they don't just fly to, to Houston there. just to go there. But when they come it's to Houston, part of they trip. go there. It's part yeah. of their trip. It's on a like, bucket you know, list. I, it's on a bucket list. I, I I obviously feel pretty strongly they can open up one in Atlanta, DC, uh, LA, Chicago,
1: Philadelphia.
3: Yeah, yeah. They but they're gonna be fine.
1: They could, but let's 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 get back to the reality of the situation. Do we do? Malachi, do you think Turkey Leg hood is dead as a result of them firing <laughs>
5: Lynn? Let's keep it real. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know, man. It's gonna be
3: it's, it's gonna be tough.
5: I went there, I mean, I knew about it because of Lynn because I'm in the area, you know. If it yeah, he, he seemed to be the brand to me. So it's it's gonna be tough.
1: Well, he's always there. She's there too, but he's he's religiously there.
5: Yeah, I, I'm I don't saying, think I've I'm ever saying, been... I'm saying everyone, all of my friends, so you know I went to school at, at, at Morehouse. We got friends that live everywhere. Everybody that came to Houston wanted to go to the turkey leg hut because, and the main reason was because of their social media presence because of Lynn.
0: Mm. So basically, you can probably start of a whole new restaurant. Probably take the audience. I ain't going to say take the audience to, you know, all the allegations against him, but he could just do it again because he has that that brand. I think he understands the business, bro, but starting something as big
1: as Turkey Leg Hut, get magic, bro. You got to understand a lot of the magic I believe, right, is a part of the brand, bro. He's, you know, from before all of this came out, in my mind, he was a family man, happily married, black love, black love, integrity, You know what I'm saying? He treated his wife like a queen. You know, she always looked good, presented herself well to the public, um, you know, and you wanted to see this black family. win. win. So I think, you know, yeah, it's it's easy to say that you can potentially just start over, but I don't think it's that I don't think it's that simple. I I don't. (laughs) You don't get that magic. Those magical moments all the time, bro. Like you have businesses that fail every single day with great food and great customer
0: service. Like, I don't. Th- I th- I think it's possible. It maybe be a little harder, but you got to realize he know a lot of people, bro. He got a lot of connections.
5: Yeah, he still he still got over two hundred thousand followers on IG. The, the last post they put up about making some some crawfish. <laughs> Got, like, hundreds of thousands of views and everybody yeah, talking about, yeah, let me, let me come buy some, you know. So his, his branding and, and, and social media presence is it's off the chain.
0: We got to realize that the, 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 the space that we in with social media, bad press only lasts maybe 20, 30 days, and it's on to the next thing. Okay. It's on to the next bad press. So he in and out. So me personally, I think he can, he can start a whole new business and scale it fast. So let's talk about that. you got, let's, let's, got let's the talk car about. community. <laughs> He could just go to the uh, go to Rick Ross uh, car show and pop up with a new a new concept. So let's talk about that,
1: right? Let's just—I know this is hypothetically speaking, but what would O do, given the similar situations? I definitely want to pass this around. He'll Get Al's perspective, Malachi's perspective. You know, obviously we're not them; we're not in their business, but we're just speaking as from our business acumen. What would we do? So, O, what would you do given a similar situation? How are you pivoting?
0: Me personally. I would take my 50%, whatever that is, and I would give it a turkey leg, right? and I was going to start my own thing. That's mm-hmm. just me as a man, married to all the things I know I did. Allegedly. I would, whatever you want, go ahead and take it. I'm going to take whatever's extra, and I'm going to go ahead and do my own thing. That's what I would do personally. Not so wait a minute, my, what does
1: that look like? You give her the 50%, you going to give her the ownership?
0: I'm not going to fight over it. I'm going to just act. Look, what, what it is. I think it's 50-50, personally. i would mm-hmm. take my 50%, and I'm out of there. Whatever you need from me to help you keep Turgulated her going, I got you. But I'm gonna go ahead and start my own thing too. And rely on my brand, my connection, my network, and start my own thing. But at the same time, I'm still supporting her too. That's what I would do.
1: Interesting. All right. And and you and none of that anger uh, uh you know, none
0: of that, you wouldn't even factor none of that in. Right, then the personally, I'm a man of accountability. If I did it, I did it. Yeah, you know I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, I, we family forever. We got kids together. You got, I still yeah, want to see you win. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I still want to see you win. I still want to see the business be successful. Still want to see the kids eat. Because at the end of the day, that's still part of your legacy no matter what. Facts. Biggest part of your legacy. Yeah, so I'm going to still help out. We're going to be cool. we going to be friends. She may hate me. She may whatever. Whatever you need, let me know I'm going to provide it. But I'm going to still go start my own business. Mm. What you doing,
3: Al? uh well couple things so one because i want to go back to what malachi said i think even if lynn's not involved i still see it being successful the is too. the brand's too strong and as long as the products consistent the business is going to thrive now uh so I, I don't see it going anywhere. I think it's gonna be a rough patch for a little bit. Uh and if she can, you know, uh keep her team together, and her team of cooks, get people paid on time, uh, fix the relationship with the vendors uh that they're buying food from, um, and continue to deliver uh, a good product, the business is gonna rebound. If the product is too good, the experience is is it's very, very nice. Now, um, in reference to Lynn's ability to create another concept. Absolutely. If you create one concept, you can create another one. So I see him uh, doing his own thing and 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 finding a lane that that he wants to focus on and 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 you know build a brand that's just as strong, right? Uh, at the end of the day, it's about the, the kids. And again, this is my perspective. And they both should, their children should have brands that they can take over and keep and continue to grow uh, and, and things of that nature. So even if they're not gonna be one, not be a couple anymore, not be married, they still have to communicate, still have to co parent. And, you know, uh, they should support one another, uh, you know, in time, because right now things are fresh. And, and, and if she doesn't feel safe, then, it's kind of hard to support someone that you don't feel safe around, but over time, if 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 uh, all the wounds are healed, I don't see why they both couldn't be successful in their respective brands, and uh, you know, and do what's right by the kids, and and build brands that uh, they can leave an inheritance with. That's kind of my thoughts.
0: Are you taking fifty percent, or are you leaving? Oh, what you gonna do with that? Please.
3: Well, I mean, he's gonna get a percentage of the business. It's a common. Kind of no, I'm saying, state. what you doing?
0: What you do. Yeah, well, what would you do? You give it a hundred percent, or you gonna take twenty? You gonna take thirty?
3: I'm not leaving without nothing. But uh, you, you gotta hold yourself accountable too, man. If if you was the one that that was, you know, mishandling funds. If, you know, and I don't know if it's true, or rare. I don't know if any of this is true, but obviously something got to be true because she went and went on to make that statement that she made. But if you miss Helen Fons, um, and I don't know the rumors true about him and staff members, but if that's true, and you verbally and, and physically abuse, well, verbally abusive. I don't think she said physically abusive, but if you're all the things that she said, you shouldn't want anything, you put yourself in a situation. Mm. Right. You put a dog in a corner, eventually the dog's gonna bite. Right. Nice. So so if you put her in the corner to to make those harsh and rash decisions, then you gotta take what comes with that.
5: Take the energy that you
3: put out. You putting that type of energy out, then you gotta be prepared to receive what's on the opposite end. So I don't think you know if that's me and I was pulling out that type of energy, I would expect the damn thing because I put myself in that situation.
2: Mm. Oh.
3: Right now, if it was some other shit, uh, you know, like on the other flip side, then that's a whole different story. But you got to take responsibility for your actions. Yeah, yeah.
1: Malachi, what's your thoughts? <laughs>
3: this is good. Yes. Yeah, if you in this simple. situation,
1: you in this situation.
3: What are we what doing? Do?
1: What are Malachi doing?
5: Yeah, it's it's real simple. If I fucked up on all that abuse stuff and all that, then I'm gonna just give it what she want. I fucked up. Uh if I just if I didn't do that, but I messed up in the business, then you know, i am i am still expect to be a part owner of the business. I'm gonna try to help and support the business as much as I can either way. And then I'm gonna use my presence and, and start something else. Mm. Yeah, man. My
0: first thing, I'm repairing a in the relationship. We got to get back friends, man. For the kids, yeah. everything. Yeah. What
1: what yes, would that rep, what would that repair look like for you, oh? What you doing to repair
0: that? If I did it, i publicly say I did it, you know? If she put it out there that he did it publicly, you got to apologize publicly and go seek help, man. You got to do counseling and all that. If you showing people that you're really trying to get better and you're really trying to get better for yourself, people go support that too. Mm.
5: That's so, what I do. And, and give them what I'm, they want.
0: Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Me personally, I'm trying to get my family done. So I'm gonna I'm going to do what I got to do. Yeah. What would you do?
1: Bro, I'm on the same page. I don't even want to echo what you said. I would do the same thing. I wouldn't try to escape the accountability piece because yeah, bro, it's just just a waste of time. Like just get back to living, bro. Like life is short. Um, you know, you can't spend too much time in drama and um in mess, bro. You gotta move on uh to yeah. bigger and better things. Like you fast. gotta
0: better relationship, bro. Cause if yeah, if y'all bro. beefing like hard. That's gonna make everybody's life harder than what it needs to be. It's gonna make your business harder, your personal life harder, the kids' life harder. So that'll be my first goal to repair the relationship and then build off of that. Facts.
5: And the and the so. other thing, my my children are watching how I how I react uh, to possibly messing up and how to deal with it. So I I be cognizant of that too.
1: And I, I gotta highlight right. this because totally different vibe put in the chat. She said, sadly, if the man is isn't treating her good, he don't see anything wrong with his behavior. Mm. It's a hell of a it's a hell of a thought process. What if you don't think that what you did was wrong? Because it's easy nothing to take wrong. accountability for somebody else. But what if what if what if what if what if you don't think you did nothing wrong?
3: You got well, a problem. Th- yeah, that's what attorneys are for. <laughs> yeah,
0: if if you if you seriously don't think you did nothing then, well stay like that and just Watch everything go down here. You know what's crazy about
1: that? Because that is the truth. Al just brought out some truth. O just brought out some truth. Attorneys gonna win at that point. When you yeah. when you can't you can that way you accept walk. accountability, the, going to, the yeah, only person the gonna I'll win is you. the attorneys, bro. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yo. Somebody to faith, be real nice. Neither one yeah. of y'all gonna
0: win because you can't accept accountability. And you gonna walk with a big L.
1: A big L and she gonna walk away with a big L and then when it's time for the kids to go to college, everybody
0: broke. Looking point finger. And everybody know what they've been going through because all this stuff public. My God. So how you think how you think they can recover from the
3: situation at the end? That's hmm. Well, recovery is relative. Uh, we're talking financially, we're talking emotionally, what what are we talking about? I'm talking about emotionally and
0: financially. How to bring this business back to what it was in 2021, 22.
3: I think the business is going to do that regardless of what time honestly do. As long as the food is productive and you pay your vendors and you pay your staff, it'll rebound, right? Now, in reference to to creating other brands and scaling it, that might be a little bit more difficult if Lynn has all the connections, but you know, I think we are discounting. Uh, you know, the soon-to-be ex-wife. She made those connections too. She met the same people that he met. She's the one with she go. She got a college from U of H. I'm um, a degree from U of Age and has quite a bit of business acumen, right? Very well spoken. So, um, you know, I don't want to discount her efforts and what value she brings to the to the brand. Um, but recovery is going to look different from you know. Uh, the restaurant's going to recover the the question is when and how soon okay Uh, i i truly believe that if again if they can keep the product the product keep the the experience the experience and pay your vendors and pay your employees the the restaurant will be fine right and i think no not at all if she just decides to just not doing anymore because of the emotional ties, that may be her way to recover, right? That's what I'm saying, recovery is relative. It's not about the business doing what it used to do. I think it will do that. But if her recovery is just to sever ties with the business, the entire brand, because it's so painful, then that's recovery. That's what recovery looks like to her, which might look completely different than Lynn. He might then go spin off and do his own thing right and call it something else hut who knows maybe it's cajun hut right i don't know but but um i think they both will recover man as humans that's what we do we recover It just recovery looks different per each individual and it can be individuals that was in the same household that's no longer in the same house so at the end of the day i think you know um their priority should be their children right and and coming to where you can find a way to co-parent, and you know the business is going to take care of itself. That's just my thoughts, though. I
0: mm. like it. What do you think Malika? How they can recover?
5: I'm I'm co-signing what Al said. It's uh, it's about the kids first. You know, I, I, everything Al said is spot on. What
0: do you think, bro? Bro,
1: I can't add none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't add none of that, bro. I feel the same way, bro, because it ultimately, bro, like, you know, listen, my dad, you know, y'all know my dad just recently passed away, man. And it's like sometimes when you lose um, powerful figures in your life like that, um, you you, you really just change your perspective on what's important, bro. Like family is important. The people that you love are important. It's, It's important to take time to not only value those relationships spend time in those relationships but pour it back into those relationships and life is just too short to be running around offending folk like abusing folk that you say that you love right and destroying relationships like life is too short for that it's just too short for that and and legacy matters to me bro like um and I ain't talking about just financial legacy I'm talking about family legacy who gonna show up to the funeral bro You know, um, who gonna, who gonna have something good to say when you gone, bro? Like that matters, bro. Um,
0: so yeah, bro. That's a matter. But any final thoughts,
3: anybody? I think I think it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, I, y'all know me, man. I, I typically, um, stay away from conversations like this. However, um uh, I think today was dope. I think it really gave people a lot of perspective on how to handle conflict. Uh under it gave people perspective that man marriage is tough. It gave people perspective that business is tough. And I think it Married gave people perspective that yeah, yeah you 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 marry business <laughs> with your marriage it's even tougher but it also i think you know people should feel safe They should feel safe in their marriage it should feel safe in their business and um if your partner male or female doesn't feel safe i think you have to have an internal gut check to say well what is it that i'm doing and if you're fucked up then you just fucked up and just admit that but you know don't get through this i'll be praying for both of them um um you know, I would never condone a man hitting a woman, and I never condone a woman hitting a man, right? Um, I would never condone a, a, a man verbally abusing a woman and, and, and vice versa. So people should be held accountable for their actions. They both know what happened. And if, you know, if Lynn was guilty for what she's accusing him of, then it is what it is. And, and he should be willing to reap the benefit. I mean, he should be, uh, be willing to reap the consequences for those actions. And if she did some things to him that maybe provoked those actions, I mean, I think that's self-reflection as well. But as men, and I'm speaking as men, um, we have to have the emotional fortitude to where if something said that we don't appreciate or we feel disrespected, we still have a right to make our women feel safe. And that's just my thoughts on it, right? No matter how upset you are, how angry you are, how, feel, how disrespected you feel, we still owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our women to make sure that they're still protected. Because as men, we're meant to take more. It's just what it is. And so um, that's just my thoughts on it though.
0: Any final words, Malika? Out of words, final thoughts?
5: Yeah, yeah, just three. Uh... Peace matters more than money. Um, always always try to buy the building if you can. And Texas is a community property state. Mm. That's more mm, than three words, right.
1: three words. To the yeah, but Malachi known for them short, valuable gems, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. That
0: was a lot was of value out of that.
1: In them three words. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Wait, man, wait, wait, what you gotta say, Bay? Bro,
1: I thought this was a productive conversation. I think you know. Listen, we didn't have this conversation to slander them. We we had this conversation to learn from them. Um, and unfortunately, you know, um, it's a lot of learning lessons we could take from their demise. Both sides. Yeah, from both sides. A the, lot of learning lessons in this business billing relationship. The business,
0: business being public, you know. Oh my
1: god, it's crazy. Um, and I I just look at it as man, look, we learned a lot, you know. So thank you know. Thankfully, but unfortunately, they put their business out there for public consumption, and instead well, we of using yeah, instead of using their you know uh, business to slander, we use their in- business to learn and educate ourselves on ways that we can make ourselves more financially um, um, better and you know increase our business acumen, whether it's from a relationship side of things or on a business side of things. So.
5: Listen, shout out to them.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they work everything. I I love me some turkey legs. Um and I love the idea of successful black business. So um that's where I stand on that. Well, what's your thoughts?
0: Man, I say a lot of people can learn from the situation, especially the articles we put up. You know, they, they, they went through the steps to actually build a, a, a highly successful business. So they started back of a truck. Started with a proof of concept. They made sure people loved and enjoyed their their product before they they went big. Uh, you know, they started at the back of a truck at a, at, a, at a rodeo. People was tasting their food before they had gotten a brick and mortar. So you know, there's a lot of things to learn. You know, it's baby steps to get to the top, not just go and get a brick and mortar building when nobody ever tasted your food, they never tasted your product, or they, they don't even know what you are. They built a brand before they actually. Got into the building, and then they built it. Then you know, they blew up once they got in the building. So, just looking at this story, it teaches you actually how to build a business if you really read and and, and digest what happened. And uh, to build a ten million dollar food business, bro, that's that's not small. That's not small. So, uh, they also started making relationships with famous people to bring more people to them. So basically, it showed you how to make a staple brand if you follow the steps that they did. You know, they make connections with a lot of famous people. Now times how I tell you what they probably did. I don't know how true it is or or what it is. They probably paid these people to come. It leaves it like the first five to ten. And then once other famous people see and pull up, it makes them want to pull up as well. So you got to have money in your budget for marketing. That's considered marketing expense. Paying people to show up and say, look, part of this $5,000 need to post on Instagram. I need a 30-second video that you post saying how good it is. And that brings attraction to your business. So, that's things thing that you got to do as well. If you got a restaurant, you got any, any type of business. You know, we we just seen the Super Bowl, all kind of marketing. So, you know, we learn from that. We learn from the customer service that they have. A lot of people have horrible customer service. You know, they care about the people that's coming in. They they have super long lines. They put tents out. They put misters out. They was giving away water. They was giving away umbrellas and people in the rain. So, that's another thing you can learn from. Customer service is important. I know all of us here go to Turkey Lake Hut. Hey, we go back because customer service on point the drinks on point the food on point That's all things you got to pay attention to uh the food is consistent a lot of businesses food is not consistent it may be great one day horrible the next so you know other things we can learn from is paying your vendors on time paying your uh employees on time so there's a lot of good things a lot of things we can learn from keeping your business uh and your relationship as private as possible you know having different roles in the business in doing those roles, having accountability, hiring the right people on the team. It's not like they didn't have a CFO. They didn't have somebody really managing the money. Uh, it's important to seek guidance uh, in marriage and in business. Because it don't seem like they had somebody running the money. And, and, you know, allegedly Lynn was taking money out of the registers, writing checks to himself. Now, there's things you can't do when you're running a highly successful business. Because things like this will happen. So, a lot of things that you can learn from the situation. I hope you all learned a lot of things I did. Um, <laughs> You know, good, bad, but it's a lot of things that can learn business. Like, again, it's hard to scale a business to 10 million, especially like Black-owned business, a business that's, I don't know if they got funds from other people, but it seemed like they started from the bottom and just made it to the top. And uh, that's all I got, man.
3: I love it. Hey, B, before you close this out, I want to let Malachi know the owner of Kitchen and Cocktails is a nuke. So uh, uh, that is, that's a fact. And uh, they they do have a location called Society Kitchen and Cocktails on Chartres Street in the H. Check them out. The food's amazing. Oh, they, they, do they, have have one. One. they do have one. They do have one. They do have one. They already 5.0, 907 Chartres Street. Oh, 03, baby.
1: That's what I I don't off? see it. I don't see it on the website. N-
3: 907 Chartres Street.
0: Nine
3: that's oh, a different seven. name
0: or kitchen on... on
3: it's, it's Society Kitchen and Cocktails. I don't know why they put Society on it, but yeah, yeah, phenomenal
5: there, food, man. There we go. I'm, I'm gonna have to
3: go check it out. Go check it out. Go check it out. I you know, I don't go sign anybody restaurant. It's 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 it's. it's some I'm gonna go check it out. Food. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, I think that's I that's the it right model. We got. Uh, uh, this we looks can start. like a club, though. Um, I don't know if it's a club but they turned it into kitchen and cocktail. That's why so I'm looking at it. But the one in Dallas is a pure
2: restaurant. It's,
3: it's pure restaurant. This looks like lounge and food, but the dishes that they have on there is what they serve at the restaurant. Gotcha. It's downtown Houston, so it may be it may be a lounge, right? I'm gonna check it out regardless though.
1: Yeah, check it out and then let me know.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, it's say like six to two. So they got mm. Sunday though. They got Sunday brunch. Mm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. You've been used to love some brunch,
1: man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Cool.
0: cool. Cool deal. Well,
1: listen, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of today. And uh we're gonna end on one of our sponsors, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the issues that the Turkey could seem like they uh dealt with was, you know, maybe not having proper eye on them books. Uh, And so sometimes we have to have CRMs in place right Oh, to make sure that those kind of things don't happen. So sometimes you do have to make that investment into a high quality CRM uh, just to make sure that, you know, all of the ins and outs that are going on in your business are accounted for. Right. A lot of if you're just doing just that with a CRM, you're probably ahead of a lot of businesses that aren't doing that because you're able to see the ins and outs of your business at any given time. And so that's one of the reasons why I will not do a business without a CRM. Um, I I just won't do it unless my business is extremely small. I'm definitely going to have some type of CRM.
0: If they have a CRM. And Lynn decides to take that c r m He can start a brand new business and market to all them people <laughs> text facts. messages, emails, phone calls at the end of the day, the data is your business facts you got the data you could do it you could do whatever you want. you just got to market to those people to make them you know enjoy your marketing so c r m in any business is good c r m is the business and the data. But with uh, that being said, man, hope y'all enjoyed the show today. Like, comment, subscribe. Make sure y'all like, man. I don't even know what the life's looking like, but it's probably probably not where it needs to be. Make sure you hit the like button before y'all go. That being said, we see y'all Thursday. Peace. What's up, y'all? So most people struggle with sales. A lot of us in real estate, and we struggle with our sales. We struggle with follow-up. We struggle with leads. And we just basically missing out on deals. For me, I just got on Taskify CRM. They send messages out for you. And look, a lot of us have work. When you get off of work, you have hot leads ready for you. Make sure you check out Taskify CRM. I'm telling you, it automatically replies for you. And look, it sends you multiple messages. Like we're talking about drip, drip campaigns. So you're not missing up on the lead follow-up. So make sure you check out Taskify CRM. Use coupon code Energy to get 10% off. I'm about to show y'all inside my CRM so I can see how it really works. Make sure
1: y'all check it out. Peace.
2: Hey!